Yo, all my kings and queens, it is Friday the 1st of July. Welcome to TDA, the day after your favorite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. And of course, we are hosted by the best. Everyone, please introduce yourself. <laughs> Wait, the what? The inmates are running the asylum, isn't it? <laughs> you know what I mean? You get me, it's your boy, Big Man Yeast, a.k.a. the Oracle, the Voice of Reason. Mr. Real Chations. We yes. here, we here. Anybody else in the building today? Brent? Oh, I'm in here, I'm here. I'm here. Mr. Skeleton Crew. Obviously, um, the white man got E-Man. He's still COVIDed up. <laughs> um, Koya's doing um, wonderful things mm. in Afro yes, Nations. Yes, yep. Big up Koya. my queen. Shout yeah. out to Kill It Baby Girl. Kill It Baby Girl. And um, the wonderful Esther is under the weather today. Obviously, sending her blessings and, and love and her yes, life. Yes, yes, yes. She'll be all right. She'll be back Monday. We'll be all good. Everybody all right? Everyone's good, man. Sweet. Yeah, we've got the skeleton crew today, man. So we're going to make this work for you. We're not sure how it's going to go, <laughs> but... But it's going to go. We're going to get there. On the fly, isn't it? Off the cuff. All right, quickly, before we start, everybody had a good night? You all right? Yeah. Did you get up to anything? Nah, just food, Love Island, bed. Chilled. That's it, yeah. Yourself? I stayed in an expensive hotel last night. Oh, was it? Yep. Had Where? heated seats. Heated seats, as in? On the toilet. Oh, on the toilet? Oh, wow. Warmth and thing. Sounds... It was electric. When you walk in there, the lid just goes up. Yeah. Oh, it was proper things. That's how. Sounds... Proper, proper things. Sounds... It's called the Londoner. I'm curious. Where's Sit- this? It's Leicester Square. Oh, Leicester Square, okay. Yeah, it's actually like on the square. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Serious, serious stuff. Went there, um, had a few drinks. Yeah. Um, I met a lovely couple. Mm. I'm not sure if they was trying to seduce us or not. You know what? These white couple, what, like an old, old white couple? Yeah. I think they're on stuff, you know. They're, on, they're smoking, innit? One second, bro. My mic sounds a bit. No, you sound. Uh, yeah, sounds good. Okay. Yeah, okay. Must, okay. must be my headphones. You know what? Every time me and my missus are out somewhere fancy mm. and we see like a. An old white couple. They're always staring. Yeah, yeah. And there's in their mind, they're thinking something. I don't know what they're thinking, but they're always staring. I met this brother. He's from Manchester. He does um, like billboards and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Definitely a millionaire. Older man. Yeah. He was like fifty nine. His wife is thirty five. Yeah. But she's in it for the love, though. Yeah. I think. Okay. Yeah, it seemed it seemed it seemed genuine. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say yeah. it seemed genuine. No, but it was a cool bunch. Had some drinks. And yeah. Blah, blah, blah. yeah, I think they were trying it. But obviously, other people were some friendly. I just had to just pump the brakes. And, yeah, you know what? See you later, people. Pals, we're going to bed. And you know, if one of these couples ever propositioned you with a a deal, like we we like either like a four way, or the man might want to chop, you know, your your lady friend for a fee. Would you be open to that kind of, you know, um, operation there? The four-way would have, they would have to like, that. the dynamics that's crazy, isn't it? Because everybody has to be happy, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Because yeah. like? if one person isn't happy, then it kind of just... It's going to mess up everything. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So, but like, she, him, it has to be a nice couple. Yeah, of course. For that to, yeah, for that to even, for yeah. that to even work. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, why not? The, I always seen, is it called, um, it's called Indecent Proposal. Yes, that's it's a called, movie. That's a movie. It's yeah, called yeah, Indecent Proposal, movie, yeah. and I, I've I've seen it play out. I've seen a couple re- reiterations of the movie as well, and it's yeah. always, it always messes up. Yeah. It always, always, always yeah, messes does, up does, everything. Does. But I like, I'd like to think I could make it work, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, but for you, no, the thing is, on, on the four way, if they're an attractive couple, is it we're just gonna do this pro bono? But if it's like, yeah. but if it's if they're not 
your spec, but they're offering money, are you still inclined? I don't want to act like I'll just sell my soul. Yeah. Money's, in, money's important. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, okay, what's, what's your price? What's your price? See, I don't know. Because if you're a millionaire couple, yeah. then you're going to have to do, you, you right, have to do millionaire right, things. Right, I'm, not, I'm not asking for millions and all that. That's right. stupid, but... Let's say they approach you. They say, you know, we want a little night together with you and your lady friend. We're going to offer you 30 bags. Oh, oh, that's done. Because in my mind, I was in my, <laughs> when you when you're leading up, yeah. I was saying, if they say 10, <laughs> if they say 10, it's a done deed. Done, 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 done deed. What, tax-free? 10? Yeah, 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 I'll take it. We're in a recession, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> tax-free 10, I'm doing it. So 30, yeah. uh, I'll do it with pride. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm delivering these strokes with, 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 with vigor and vim. Yeah, vim. Yeah, so definitely. But I mean, that's you know what though. I told. I'm, obviously, we was talking about a bucket list and all that. I'm not saying it's yeah. on my bucket list. Yeah. But I want to experience it. I want to yeah. try things before I leave this godforsaken yeah, island. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So, but that's 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 on the list. I could add it. There's space on my list. There's, there's, a, there's big paper. There's always. Okay, okay. I'm always amending it. The thing is, if, you, if that's on your bucket list, then that means you got to be the instigator. Then you you can't sit around and wait for a couple to approach you. You you got to hit the streets. Basically, ah, see, that dynamic. That's that. You know what I mean? Because sitting that, sitting and hoping that a couple will approach you is long. You got to go and find a couple yourself. You're right. You know what I mean? I didn't think this through. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Marks, you got to be proactive in your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to do some reevaluation. <laughs> you know I'm going to reevaluate my situation. Yeah, and then see what we're going. But the moral of that story is: follow your hopes and dreams, man. Yeah, live your truth. Live your truth, because you never know where it's gonna end. Where, where you're gonna end up. Hundred percent. Well, yeah, I mean, oh, you, you think you think asking will make you look like a deviant? If you, well, I mean, if you approach them and they're not on it, oh my oh, god! Right. Okay. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. I mean, if you get it right, yeah, then if, cool. if you get it right, if you get it right, I think you, obviously you, you got to suss up who they are. You got to read the room. Read the room. Like, do you think that you're their target demo? Do you yeah. think that? You know what I mean, yeah. If so, always send the woman. I think that's the first rule. Yeah. Always send the woman. Obviously, you get your missus on the side. Yeah, 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 first. Send her to, to do the initial intro. And then, you know what I mean? I, I think as a man, you can't go over there crazy like, yo. Yeah, it's, that's too... Yeah. That's I think, too imposing, isn't it? It's like... I think your missus... You couldn't do it. You're too big nah, nah. as well. You are you, Yo, brother. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 it is. I think the initial dialogue has to happen between the women. The women. The women. And then you catch up. So your, your, your missus speaks to, speaks to the other woman. Yeah. Then obviously she speaks to him. Obviously, you you really know what the pattern is, and then go from there. You you can't go over there to a man and his wife and talking about yo, we've been peeping you and da 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 da. Well, Yusuf is a dark horse. That was mm. that was good info. Good info. <laughs> that was good advice. Good breakdown. Good breakdown. <laughs> you know what I mean? But let's get into these headlines <laughs> on our Friday. All right. So trigger warning: sexual assault. Alright, the Conservative Party Deputy Chief Whip Chris Pincher quit last night after he allegedly groped two men while drunk on Wednesday night. In his resignation letter, he admitted he had embarrassed himself and other people after drinking too much at the Tory Private Members Club in London. His letter said, Last night I drank too I drank far too much. I've embarrassed myself and other people which is the last thing I want to do. And for that, I apologize to you and to those concerned. I think the right thing to do in this circumstance is for me to resign as Deputy Chief Whip. 
I owe it to you and the people I've caused upset to, to do this. Mr. Pincher has served as the MP for Tamworth since 2010 and was appointed Deputy Chief Whip in February this year. It is the second time he has quit the Whip's office, the second time, right? Having resigned as a junior Whip in November 2017 following a complaint that he made an unwanted pass at the former Olympic rower and conservative candidate Alex Story, he has probably. He is alleged to have tried to untuck the shirt of Mr. Story after persuading him to come back to his London home, as well as massaging his neck while saying, you will go far in the Conservative Party. Bloody hell. He was cleared of wrongdoing by a Conservative Party probe and later reinstalled by Theresa May as Deputy Chief Whip in January 2018. Look here. Yeah. Is there not some is there not something is there not something into this? Because obviously, look, assault's wrong regardless of what, what's going on, whatever. It's all wrong. You shouldn't be doing these things, especially in the workplace, politicians, all of this stuff. Yeah. But it's constantly like men attacking men. Man, yeah. Like, ain't there something, ain't there something there? Like, is this not is this not worrying? Is this not troubling? As in what? As in these because men it, are... Because the, the men ain't safe. It is a, that, there's, they got form. They're like... <laughs> they have form here. Like, this is... How many times do you want to... How many times? Like, brother. Like, it's not safe for men in the conservative no, it party, No, it don't seem like it is. But this is a pandemic, basically. <laughs> this is... Brother, this is crazy, bro. <laughs> no, it is. It is. I, I'm thinking about the men who are actually being abused. Yeah. And what are they... Like, okay, in this... Nah, you can't say that. What what are they doing? What what what, what do you mean? What, no. They're giving us the wrong impression or something? No, no, that's your point wasn't my mouth. Okay, sorry, I shouldn't do that. <laughs> Whoa. No, go on, go on, let me hear what you guys say. No, I'm gonna read this again. Not read it again, but this, was this a case of he got them drunk? Did he drug them or no? Is it just literally he just kind He of, was drunk. He was drunk. And he was groping them. Okay, cool. You know what it is? Whenever okay, cool. This is say it's me, right? The minute I feel like another man is trying to mistreat me or maybe, you know. Move to me inappropriately. I'm taking action, right? It's not even getting, it's not even getting far. He was drunk, so if the first action is grabbing your bum, yeah. But this, he said he went to the house. He started getting. No, this is that's, 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 that's a different person. That's from 2017 when he when he um quit the first time. Yeah, yeah. So remember, this man's a predator. You get what I'm trying to say? So 2017, the first time, that's when he done. This time around, he's just quit because obviously the scandal, scandal. Are these are these men? Are they are they fisting them up? No one's no one's getting punched up. There's no repercussions. I, I think I think that's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say is the the victims, right? I feel like they're being very passive in their response to the to the physical uh, abuse they're receiving. As in, they're not doing anything about it in the moment. They're just letting it happen because maybe the person's their superior. Remember, they're, just, they're just normal working class people, so the natural response might not be violence. To them obviously they're gonna go down the, the proper channels that's why this guy's resigned because obviously somebody made a complaint somewhere or said something or some something got seen yeah. or said or done you know yeah. what I'm saying obviously they're getting charged they're getting charged and all that like these yeah. guys are I'm guessing violence is just not their love language because no one hasn't been punched up once because if a man I hear you I'm not saying violence is the answer but I'm just saying like oh no it's a good answer I, no I, it, no it, it is a answer but not it's not the answer is what I'm saying I'm I, I'm just trying to figure out why these why these politicians feel like they can just do what the fuck they want in it? I feel like they're around people who are just allowed. They're enabling their 
They're around enablers. Facts. I think that's that's what I'm trying to say, isn't it? Facts. And these men just feel entitled and yeah, yeah, yeah. and everything. Like the things that they do with people, taxpayers' money is the way they yeah. like get like you know what I'm trying to say, all their bungs that they're taking away. Like these men don't have no real because I don't know how much power individually politicians actually actually have and wield, yeah. Mm. But when they're putting them positions, it definitely whatever power they do have definitely gets to their head. Yeah, you know of course. Yeah, of course. They feel like they're above the law. Yeah, for, for the for the most part. Yeah, you can tell by the way these guys act in their spare yeah. time. And you know the sad thing, sad thing about this type of industry is even entertainment. Yeah, because you want to get far in that industry, mm. some people will put up with shit. They will allow certain things mm. because they think this is this relationship is going to help my career. Yeah, so they'll they'll turn a blind eye to a little rope here and there because they don't want to obviously anger this particular person who they see as a superior. Who, yeah can help them in their career. And it's sad. And it happens in entertainment. It happens in politics. It happens in all these type of fields, isn't it? And that's one sad thing about these industries, isn't it? Because the people on top are put on a pedestal mm. and they they abuse their power. Was it Terry Crews that came out and um, said that over the course of his career, yeah, um, in his entertainment career, movie career, yeah, a lot of people were taking advantage of their positions. And yeah, yeah. I think at a, at a party, like he said, enough is enough, and when it is that guy grabbed his, yeah, his genitals, yeah, yeah. So it's this is it's more so abuse of power, as you guys are saying. Um, if it is that this guy is, in this example, he says you will go fine if you show up at the party. I mean, yeah, I think they just need to do another probe into the party because this is show me your friends, I'll show you who you are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you get what I'm saying. So there's a lot going on there, but I don't know, man. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> second headline. Okay. Uh, the medical records will be examined for trans patients. Hmm? Yeah, I'm guessing Emmanuel typed this whilst he, he was um, drinking. Drinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just so you guys know, he spelled patients P A T I E N C E. <laughs> so, pretty anyway. so petty. Nah, he needs to know. <laughs> Nonsense. All right. News has emerged that every child treated for gender dysphoria in the last decade will have their medical records scrutinized to see if NHS care is causing more harm than good. The Health Secretary, Sajid Javid, will start to change the law to allow researchers to study data on around 9,000 adolescents given counseling or drugs for the condition. He wants to know whether the treatment improves trans children's lives or leads to further problems or regret. Currently, the data is protected by medical confidentiality laws that mean people are given a new NHS number when they legally change their gender. He hopes that there will be more data that can help steer the conversations being had around the overall welfare of trans patients. That Last patient, he spelled correctly. Just so you guys know. So what they're saying, they want to be able to go to their... So when you, if you change gender, your records change, then they have no of no history of your of of, of what you was your previous sex. Yeah, I think it's hidden behind um, confidentiality. Is that isn't it important though for them to have your complete medical history though, just would, in case? I mean, also, yeah, those treatments that they give people that um, trans people that suffer from gender dysphoria, and they're saying. Um, whether they're getting counselling or, or medication or something like that. I mean, obviously, I don't know how, how they decipher what's going on, but um, 
can it be health? Can it can it can it, is that healthy to um for someone to come and obviously say that they're trans, they feel like they're rare, rare, and you give them drugs, like medicine. But I think we covered this this story, I think earlier on in the week, maybe last week, at the end of last week. With the guy and he with, um, yes, and he, he regretted regret. it. Yes, yeah. yes. So I think it was a big thing that kicked off and then this I guess triggered this conversation. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just reading what gender this Dysphoria. 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 Sorry. Just when you just you're not you don't okay. you don't you're not happy with the gender that you're not happy, but you don't believe you you are the gender that you're yeah. gender dys- dysphoria is a term that describes a sense of unease that a person may have because of a mismatch between their biological sex and their gender identity. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So wow, there's a lot going on there though. But they should be able to they should um be able to get the information and share the information. That's not like Obviously, it's, conf- it's it's called confidential. It's confidential, but um, yeah. If you it's your medical history, I'm not going to be doing anything untowards of it. Mm. Yeah, knowledge is power. If someone's treating you, they should have all the relevant information. Yeah, that's, that's what I think. I think for GPs and for doctors and stuff, I think having your complete medical history is probably best. Um, I'm not sure. Obviously, everything's all different, but just just to know, I think I don't. Know, I think it's important to know if you used to identify as a man or woman. I think yeah. I, 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 I think it's important. Yeah, this is this is this is wild to think that the 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 new doctor you see will just see you as as you are now. You are as now. opposed to what you were before. Yeah, because you need all the information. Yeah, yeah. Mm. you need all the information. Yeah. If it is, you're going to be administering any sort of care to them. Yeah, and because obviously, are there certain diseases that display themselves more in men than women, or women and men, and stuff like that, or particular types of one, Cancer, maybe? No? Okay, well, testicle and all these yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, so yeah, there is, it's, it's, it's important. There's no kind of uproar against this or anything, is there, though? The, well, as in this particular thing? Yeah. I think this just kind of came out. Okay. So, I, we don't know yet. Okay, we're breaking but, the news. We'll keep you abreast of what's yeah, going on. I think more information will come later on. Okay, well. All right. Uh, we are speeding, we are speeding through day, this. Which is really beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into our topic of the day. All right. Yeah. Is sex education being used to indoctrinate the children? Um, Miriam Cates, Tory MP, and a former biology teacher claimed the rise in the number of children wanting to transition was a social contagion driven by the internet and reinforced in schools. This is a bold and controversial statement, especially for an MP to make in today's climate. But do you feel there could be any truth to it? In a debate where this was brought up, MPs heard how some parents said their child showed no sign of questioning their gender until they attended relationships and sex education RSE classes or school assemblies about gender identity. What are your thoughts? Should sex education be left to the parents to prevent these claims? Or should we let the schools have free reign to do it in the way they see fit? I can't remember what we were talking about last time, but it's just down to bad parenting because you can't leave your education just to the schools. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm. When your kids are at home, you need to be feeding them with knowledge, you know what I'm trying to say? You need to be installing everything in them that you want, everything that you've learned, everything that you know, you need to install into your children, innit? So, 
obviously these like when you go outside influences in the schools, they help shape and mold your child and stuff, and they're gonna go and learn things. But if you've got a strong base at home, and yeah. just, you get what I'm trying to say, education yeah. and that, no one can't come and corrupt your your, your child's head. Do you feel me? So that answers the question: uh, Should we just leave the education of our children to the school system? But do you feel that the school is trying to indoctrinate your children? I don't know if they're trying to indoctrinate it, like if it's a if it's a conspiracy, but they're definitely doing it. Look, at the end of the day, yeah, when times change, and especially like kids, you're going into adolescence, you're a teenager, that's when you're learning, that's when you're growing, that's when you've got the most questions about yourself, about life, about everything. You know what I'm trying to say? So question if you're asking kids questions that wasn't being posed to people 20, 30 years ago, you're gonna get answers that wasn't there. Do you know what I'm trying to say? That yeah. this, this, these are just the facts. So it's not like you're doing it in a bad way and it's vindictive or whatever, but you're giving people options that they never had. There's yeah. questions that people wasn't asking. So people are curious. People are going to look into things. People are going to not know themselves and not feel away and then think to themselves, when, like, when you push it into their brain and give them options and they might question it and say, oh yeah, maybe I am. Yeah. And they go and get their dick chopped off and regret it instantly. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? Like, these are the things... These are the things that are happening. Like, should, right. should, should these conversations come later? I'm assuming this is talking about like, I don't know, primary educational. I would have just assumed secondary school because obviously they're bringing it in early. I don't know why they keep bringing it in so early. Sex education mm. should be for secondary school, really, anyway. That's yeah, what I believe. Because I think sex education, especially, I think this is a whole other level of sex education, to be fair. This is not just talking about the birds and bees. This is talking about um, identity. But it has to because it's, it's guided on in society. No, they I have not, to address no, these obviously, things. Okay, sex education has evolved. Yeah. Yeah. When I was in school, you know, conversations around transgenders and identity, that didn't exist. Yeah. It was just about basic fucking, basically. Obviously, times have changed. So sex education has evolved into what it is today, right? But in saying that, these conversations around, you know, identity and stuff, do you still feel think they should happen later on in life? As opposed to when kids are still in that state of vulnerability, uh, highly influenced. Like, I don't think it should be. I don't think the educate. I don't think it should come under sex education. Like, don't be putting things in, in that these the young, the impressionable men, the like yeah. boys and girls. I don't think you should be putting things in their head like that. Like that. I think it should be. You should help anybody that's got questions about themselves yeah. rather than. Putting the questions to them. If someone's got questions about themselves, you shouldn't help them. And I think with the trans stuff, yeah, I think I don't know what the lesson the lesson would be. Yeah, yeah. but it needs to be around like discrimination yeah. and and acceptance. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? That yeah. everybody is everybody is everybody. We're all humans, regardless of what we what we relate to and what we see ourselves as, whatever yeah. sex we want to be. Yeah. And it's about accepting and understanding that this is a normal part of society. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's how it should be packaged. So if you see a, a a woman that looks like a man or a man that looks like a woman yeah. or whatever. You're not confused. Yeah. It's not alien to you. Yeah. That you're not going to be discriminative or do anything like... I think it should be packaged like that. Not as a... Not as like a sex thing to, about to, to find yourself, if that makes sense. Like, because I don't understand. Like, you're putting... You're putting thoughts and stuff in people's heads. You're putting seeds in, in, so, in, in people's heads. And if you water them, they're going to grow. You, so do you reckon those seeds could create gender dysphoria in someone who didn't prior even have those, those thoughts? Well, yeah, but someone that's that's confused and going through things and not knowing. No, 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 no. That's someone who is confused. I'm saying, just to say, someone was just, just no. Just, I'm not talking confused. about that. I'm talking about just. I'm talking about just as a teenager, just yeah, in yeah. general, just being confused and going through life and and then you and then you put that to them. Yeah. 
it could it could create that because when someone's searching for when someone search when someone has questions and they're searching and you give them answers, yeah. they're gonna take them in. You know what I'm trying to say? So when I say confused, I don't even mean about their sex or anything. I just mean in general, just in life. And then you start putting these ideas to them, and then they start exploring them. It definitely can create stuff. All right. So would it be better to have a system in place that the kids are made aware that if they are in this category of people who are maybe at, um, who are not who are maybe confused? Um, uneasy Then there's a place They can go to speak to someone Yeah uh, A guidance counsellor An advisor whatever Yeah But this subject shouldn't be General Is basically what you're saying Yeah no As because, in, because it's fine It's yeah. fine Everybody could do what they want It's alright for everybody To do what they want But it's like When you package it up like that It's like you're giving people You're giving people options yeah. You know what I'm trying to say Like it's not So Because When you're saying Look Everybody could do what they want in it. But then yeah, when you course. come and start saying, look, I don't know whether you use or no, but you could do this or this. Or you yeah. could be this, or you could be this. Yeah. Or you could be that. I'm just letting you use or no. Yeah. And then someone that's sitting there and that's curious is going to sit and go, ah, let me... And it's something... Because you are going and putting them to the idea to them, you're inciting them. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Because they don't have questions. It's like you're saying, if you put things in place so if people have questions, they can go and get whatever help they need and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And like I said, I think... Because it's such a big part of society, I think it's conversations that need to happen. I just think the way you package it and and information that you're giving them needs to be done in a certain way. Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? But I don't know whether that's even whether that's even feasible because they don't have classes about racism or anything or how to treat people or anything. Like yeah. just wellness classes. Those kind of classes don't exist, innit? So to, to say to make it up for like for the sex and, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that, it's, yeah. it could it's a bit. Yeah, it's a bit sketchy, so, but I don't know. I'm reading this headline as is to say that the government or the schooling system has an agenda, mm. right? Because that's kind of what this this insinuates, right? Mm. Do we feel do we feel that way? We feel that there is an agenda to um I don't know even how to how to word it, so I'm not even gonna word it, but no, I think do, do you feel agen- like there's, there's I think, an agenda? I think, I think the agenda's I think the agenda's to, to to spread awareness and they're covering their own back. There's so much stuff going on with around that whole conversation. So much people getting in trouble, losing their livelihood for using the wrong language and yeah, those kind of things. I yeah. think they're just trying to spread information and get everybody up to speed. But the problem is within that, they're doing something and I don't think I don't know whether they that's what the question is. I I think what this what the person's saying they're doing, they are doing. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's intentional. If that makes sense. I'm trying to think, what would be the benefit then? Of what? Of, of them doing that? Yeah. Information, sharing it. So, so, this, so this is solely no, because obviously the, to me this headline screams, I don't know, some type of conspiracy, or whatever. Yeah. Spreading information and teaching people mm. for the betterment of the world and their lives is one thing. Yeah. In terms of the schooling system or the government at large having an agenda. Is a completely different conversation. I don't think there's an agenda to again. I don't know how to phrase it, but I think this is so. This is more so about just teaching people and spreading the information as opposed to anything else, anything untoward, mm. right? Yeah. yeah. So this this um, quote mm. from the story MP again says, "The rise in number of children wanting to transition was a social contagion." Right? Mm, yeah. That speaks to social media and how it, it, yeah. it starts there and it's driven by the internet and reinforced mm. in schools. So, I, from what I hear, Margs, you kind of agree with this particular MP. Yeah. Okay. But you're saying, well, this is, this is what it is and the schools are basically trying to, trying to basically make sure that they are seen as 
participating with what yeah. the culture yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is dictating. So this is this is kind of like they have to get everybody up to speed. They probably they're gonna have trans students at some point. They're gonna you get what I'm trying to say. Like society is going with it. They are mm. trying to get ahead of mm. of it. I believe. I believe that's what they're trying to do. I don't don't want to be naive or anything. I honestly believe it's it's mm. innocent. But, but, to what's, a but what's what's the greater goal here? Um, <laughs> it, it serves no purpose. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying to get to the bottom of. If this was or is a conspiracy theory, what is the motivation behind it? What's what's the actual agenda? I mean, what's in the benefit of mm. with like anything? You just have to follow. You just have to follow the money. Kind of you just have to follow the money. So if you can't if you can't find me an excuse that makes someone benefit financially, then it's not real. I, I, don't, I don't see where there's any money. I don't see this. either. I don't. I don't. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's conspiracy. I think, like I'm saying, we're running. We're we're doing this in real time. Yeah. We're all doing this in real time. We are literally all learning together. There's words that didn't exist the other day. There's yeah. phrases and language that literally did not exist mm. a decade ago. We're working on the fly. We don't know what we're doing. Yeah. That's the truth of it all. We ain't got a fucking clue what we're doing. So it's gonna be. It's trial and error at the end of the day. Yeah. It's trial and error. But I think something's got to be done. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Like something's got to be done. Where it's where it's just about it's becoming it's just popular in popular culture. If you don't, if you don't, if you don't do something to kind of police the attitudes towards it, things can spiral out of control. You don't know. Yeah. So I yeah, I think it's I think it's necessary. I just think I would just like if if it was packaged different. Like mm. I wouldn't want you to take my son that's young and impressionable and start putting all these thoughts in his head and start giving him all these options and all these things he didn't even know he wanted or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. like let people be people, man. Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Is that yeah. what you're saying? People with questions, people that need direction, people that are lost. Let's put things in place so we can help them. I don't think you should be just they're just so young and impressionable and ideas and things that you're not going to feel like how you felt when you're 13, 14, 15. You're not going to feel like that in, in even 10 years' time. Mm. Even two weeks' time. Like, do you get what I'm trying to say that? So I think it's too... Yeah, I think they just need to find a way to deliver it. I honestly think the trans stuff should be more about acceptance and discrimination and a, from a pace of knowledge. You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Understanding and give these kids information. So they understand this is society, this is how we live, this is normal. Rah, rah, rah. I don't think it should be about trying to give them, like, trying to push them to to, to, to decisions yeah. about their sexuality. You get yeah. me? So, but I don't know how you how you find that balance. Do you think, let's just take it outside of the secondary school education framing. Let's go into the working world where adults rule, right? Mm-hmm. Let's go into sports. Um, and you're seeing articles cropping up here and there every single week regarding trans athletes, right? Mm-hmm. Most notably, uh, them participating in women only, or OG women only um, sports. See what I did there? OG. Straight. <laughs> um, do you think there were, there's an agenda there? As in the agenda for trans women to participate in women's sports? As in whoever, whichever body yeah. is responsible for admitting them yeah. uh, to participate in OG women's sports. Yeah. Do you think there's an agenda there? Can you see? They're scared, bro. You see that demographic here and like, you see like the LBGTQ community here. It can be like, Going against them could be so detrimental. And not, not even going against them, but I'm saying like, no, don't you can't make you can't make an enemy, you can't make an enemy of that community, or you'll be finished, innit? So they are so scared, yeah. 
they are so scared that they want to do anything to appease to appease them. And then sometimes they go too far, mm. but then they can't walk it back. Yeah. Like, do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. They go too far because everybody wants to be equal. So it's yes, we're not thing at all. Everybody's equal. You want to be a woman, you're a woman. That's fine. Mm. That's totally fine. You want to go to a woman's toilet, that's fine. You want to compete with that's fine. You're a woman. And then, and then it, it plays out in real life. Yeah. And then you see a man smash up weightlifting records. And then they're there looking like, oh, we might have got this one wrong. But the divisiveness but, that is caused, the chaos that is caused amongst women and women groups is not detrimental to OG women. Well, but, but I think women are their biggest supporters. Are they? I believe so. What, in, but, what, in sports? Nah, well, not, well, not in sports. In general, though. In, 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 general, in, in general. In general. I don't believe so in sports because think about it. If you're, I'm going to use Brent's term, an OG woman, right, and you're participating in sports, I'm assuming you want the playing field to be equal and fair, right? So even trans woman now participates in women's sports, she, the trans woman still has the attributes she had prior to her transition, right? And that's now making the playing field playing field unfair. When you want to be so accommodating and they can't walk it back. So even an athlete woman, yeah, a woman that's an athlete and she thinks, I don't even know what the word is, but if she's in support of it and she believes that everybody has to write, yes, you are a woman, rare, rare, rare. then when a trans woman wants to come swim, she can't walk that back. Even if she's thinking it in her head, in public, she can't walk that back. Because she's you gotta be supportive. Like you said, you said this, you said I'm this. So then now you gotta support, you can't walk that back. And this is what the problem, this is what the problem is with a lot of people in society, the people that in, the, like in business and where, where, where they've gone so far and gone above and beyond to be supportive yeah. Yeah, with the stances that they've taken and they've put certain things in place. They can't walk but, them back. But now. the thing is, can't you pick and choose where you wanna kind of be supportive and not be supportive? Well, yeah, but they jumped, they, they jumped the gun. They went too far to appease everybody. They went too far in the first place. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. To make sure everybody's all cool. All right, cool, cool, cool. Boom. And now when you start to walk in it back, and that looks like discrimination, and that looks like this and the and they'll come after you, and then you'll be cooked. You'll be yeah. finished. I think the main the main goal uh, with education like this is to make sure and uh, showcase all of these uh, minority groups so that they can be seen as human also, right? Yeah. The protection is is... Of life is, is the most um, important thing here. Right. But because, as you said, everybody's just afraid and they're just making decisions willy-nilly, in the long term, so, sorry, in the short term and long term, things are going to be more dis, uh, divisive because they're not taking time to actually look at it rationally. Mm. And these conversations are going to continue to, to crop up um, the more... Uh, certain circumstances and instances uh, where it doesn't play out well is reported to the internet. You can't leave it to them. Do you know the curriculum? Do you know, do you understand here? Do you know what they're teaching? You're, uh, well, you gotta have kids anyway. But yeah. what they're teaching the kids in school today, yeah, is the same syllabus that we learned in yeah. school. Yeah. It's the exact same syllabus that my mother learned. Yeah. You have to understand that. Like, literally, like, mm. everything. Like everything, you go through history, it's the same thing. You go through the Industrial Revolution, slave trade, Egypt, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the same shit from 40 years. They're not, you're not learning, you're not going to learn nothing in there. Yeah, because <laughs> nothing has evolved there, isn't it? So, huh? no, nothing's changed. So that's why you were learning the same stuff. What, in life? Well, of course things have changed. No, cause... I mean, things have changed, as in there's been, there's new historical events you can, you can teach and stuff like that, but I feel like. But there's things that's come out that's debunked a lot of the stuff that they taught us. A lot of the stuff that they taught us is not, like, isn't. Like obviously, we understand. I understand how they whitewash history. How they tell us things to, like, 
basically just use the, the history that them people put in place to, 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 to colonize the world. They're yeah. still using it now. Yeah. With information, we've we've seen we've seen through that. They could revise some of them, some of them, some some of that stuff that they're teaching people. Like definitely, they could put more information about it. They can, they can go in if they wanted to, if they cared, if they really wanted to, like black about black people when they registered. They can. The history should have started the Atlantic slave trade. Mm. Do you know what I'm trying to say? They can. That they they could do bare things if they if they if they wanted to. Do you know what I'm trying to say? That like, just the way the world, just the way that the world's packaged. Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? That like, they'll lead you to believe what's the biggest man-made structure. Uh, something or one of them, anyway. Something like I don't know what Great Wall of China. You know, what it is I think they, could, I, they should let us know that they should let people know that the Wall of Berlin way bigger than that. No, you're right. I feel like I'm not sure how long this would be. I feel like in, a, in I won't say a few years, but in some years' time, I feel like especially subjects like history, it's gonna change. Mm. There's only so long we can learn about Henry VIII and his and his seven wives. Soon, the history, the time, the present we're living in will now be someone's history. I think a certain amount of years have to pass before that happens. It will be because they're definitely going to write Corona into the books, yeah. just like how we learned about the Black Plague and the Spanish yeah, exactly, flu. Exactly, 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 exactly. Corona is going into the. But same how many place. years have to pass? Like you said, I don't, I your, don't know how it your, works. Out. Your mum's education, same yeah. as ours, whatever. What would be funny though is seeing like my son yeah. learn about Corona yeah. in school and then seeing what they're telling him and me living through it and being able to say, that's. That, yeah. that wasn't like that. Yeah, because... That was like, you know what I'm saying? It depends on the subject, but let's just use history because obviously that's a topic, isn't it? There's a lot of history that we're taught in schools that is irrelevant to our lives. It's basically just common knowledge. Mm. You learn it just to have knowledge about where you're at, what happened prior to you, but a lot of it is irrelevant. It is. They're indoctrinating us with history with our other educations. That's what they do. They put these things in place like, like to... All the stuff, like all the things that we understand about race and all that stuff, it starts in school now. Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like yeah. I'm saying, like with the history of the world, when they do it from the second, when you go into history, yeah, from the second they start giving you information, they let you know black people, white people are odds. Do you yeah. know what I'm trying to say? And they don't give us the information from when it was Kumbaya. Mm. And people proper don't know that there was a time in life when it was Kumbaya. Mm. They proper don't believe that. They don't understand it. So all, so from the jump, you start putting things into your head and then that's when you start to see yourself and you start separating yourself. Okay, cool. Black people are down here and I'm so okay, so I'm down here and white people are it's all fucked. I swear most history you learn is negative anyway. Now, for, the, for the most part. For the most part. I don't know what positive history. Well, I mean, well, there's advances in science and technological discoveries. There's bare positive history. Things happen that was good for us. But I mean Yeah no, I'm not talking about none of that stuff. I'm just in terms of like obviously in school, what we learned about um World War One, World War Two I don't know, Holocaust, like most of it, slavery, <laughs> most of it is all negative stuff, isn't it? There's no mm. like, okay, let's talk about a great time in history when so and so is what happened. Isn't it? It's just so when, talk when about you, prosperity, the industrial revolution. When, yeah, when you talk about the time of Kumbaya, are you talking about the Roman, Roman Empire? I mean, I I don't want to pretend like I'm some super historian and I can go and I can give you the timeline yeah. of when it was. So I don't know what era we're talking about, but you have to understand that race is a social construct. Mm. Do you get me? Yeah. Like, these are facts, and they put things in there and implement them every day. So I can't tell you when the time was, but just logic, me being a common sense kind of man, there was 100% a point in life. Yeah. Look, I'm not saying it's kumbaya, like there was no beef or nobody had things or whatever. Yeah. But race wasn't, it wasn't like that. Like black people weren't black people. Yeah? I'm not going to, I don't, are you talking about blacks against whites? Just the divisive thing with the colors in the car system, the color car system. Because like, I don't know when that kumbaya time was. Huh? I don't know when that Kumbaya time was. Bro, black people haven't always been like that's what I'm trying to say. We've been we've been, I don't know, understand why we think this. So you think we were just born in the mud? No, I'm, just, no, I'm not talking about black on black. 
I'm talking about black versus white. Yeah, right. even so. So people, so what you think? Black people can't have nothing. Black people weren't for prosperous. Black, there's not black people from. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, like are you talking about ancient Egypt? Kings, queens, people of prosperity, people of, like high upper class citizens. All of these things that like, you think that that we're not, we don't have no representation of them in our history. No, we, no, we do. What I'm, I, what I thought you you were saying was there was a time when there was no, there wasn't conflict between black and whites. Not race wasn't race wasn't a big. There was a time in life when race but, wasn't a big thing. Yeah, but, not, yeah, but how, conflict. Yeah, but how far back are you taking it though? Yeah, so there was. That's a, the thing. There was definitely a time when. Um, yeah, but you're talking about what? It doesn't matter when it was. Yeah, definitely. There's definitely a time when the Moors traveled the world, teaching um, math and and civilization to many. Many um, cultures. Mm. They were accepted. And, yeah, one hundred percent. You go back, check Greek were, scholars, and go some of their they, writers. There's were, black people that they were opulent. They all right, were, right. So teach, they were the, teach, teach, teach me right now. When was the inception then? When did it all just go fucking pear shape? When the, I have no idea. When the white man decided to say, "All right, I'm now going to basically treat you like a bloody animal." So it was just a, it was a kumbaya. You know what? So when, say, when he says kumbaya, I'm thinking what he means is that we didn't mix like that. And when it is that we did, it was for trade. Do you understand? Yeah. And we ourselves... It was had, fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what, <laughs> but what when, I mean, yeah. When, when, give me a, when, give me when a time. Them, when, when was this? When the cave developers decided they were going to basically flip the script and look to make sure that we were, we were res- not resources, we were bloody cattle mm. to basically um, pick their flipping cotton. They didn't, they didn't like the fact that they had to work for, to toil the land. So they were like, let's get some labor and um, let's treat them like absolute filth. So. It was a decision that got made. You think that someone made the decision? They went around the world, collected artifacts, taking people's history, destroying statues, monuments, burning books, paper, burning, yeah. burning books, yeah. loads and loads of books. These people, you don't know what was before, and then they've told you what it is. No, no, no. Yeah, but, he, he no knows that's that. Kind of what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying my knowledge to the relations of black and white people prior to the dismay that I've always been taught. Is very minute, and this is my point I'm making. They should, they should give us this information because what they're feeding us yeah. is putting us at odds. Is telling us that it's this. But the thing is, and that's why but, we no. But it's it's relevant though because it did happen. So, like it happened, didn't it? Yeah, but it starts there. We don't know nothing before from the second. You go to second. It starts. That's where it starts. That's where they press play. And I think because it, what happened negates what happened prior. No, it does. Fair enough. I mean, so. Fuck the kumbaya before. What have you done to us for 400 years? That's very important now. So you can care less about the kumbaya that was happening prior. And how long was that kumbaya anyway before this, before you decided to fuck us up? I don't know. If there's <laughs> any historians out there that can um, yeah, steer yeah. me down the right path and give me more information or tell me where to go to find information, I would be, I would appreciate it because I'd like to look into it so I can know more when I'm having these conversations. Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued to know what period of time this was. Let's look you know into I mean? it. That's homework. All right, oh, let's cool. let's let's clarify the question you're asking, right? Yeah. When you say um, you want to know the time it was that yeah. there was kumbaya, what are you in your head depicting as kumbaya? When everybody was living in peace. Mark said kumbaya, so I'm just going off what he said. All right, let's let's define kumbaya. I don't okay, know. I'm not saying that everybody lived in peace times. There's always been war. Right, right, right. A lot of these things, a lot of these problems in our in our life was like it's a down to like the class system and that. So yeah. there's always been these kind of things. There was a point in life here yeah, where people was not vilified just because of the color of their skin, bro. There was. Yeah, I'm sure there was, but when was that? So, okay, cool. In the landscape of the world, what was the world like before slavery? Like, 
How did white this is an open free trade? How, black men can how, go trade around white, the world, how teaching did, people. How did white and black people interact? Was there level just like normal humans? It was what? more about your class. Yeah, so it was man. all about class. There was no, there was no racial more. discrimination. It was more, class. Is, even today, people don't even realize it. Class is more important than race yeah. today. There's always been a form of slavery from the very, very beginning. So mm. it's not just a recent thing. You're talking about the transatlantic. I'm talking about yeah. I'm talking about yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, white people were slaves back in the day. Romans had white slaves in that. It had all sorts of slaves. Yeah. You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's 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 your class. So if you come from the bottom, you you're gonna stay at the bottom anyway. You know what I'm trying to say? Like middle class, upper class, rare, rare, rare. But race didn't dictate that though. Like we were saying, black men could go around the world, free trade, teach people things. If you go and you look, scholars or some of the most respected scholars in the world, Greeks, Greek people read, they'll tell you about the Moors coming over. Talk about black man in history, teaching man, rare, rare, rare. These things happen. But no one, that kind of stuff's not even told to you. We think, we think that stuff's not even, like man, listen to what I'm talking, think I'm talking nonsense. Do you think it's important for us to, um, yeah Why? What to know it Yeah Because you need to know yourself Because knowledge is power If you know if you, When you know better You'll do better And you don't but, know What you don't know Okay cool Based on what you've told me today So I'm going to leave now Thinking that you know There was a time When there was more peace How is that information That I've just learned today That's not going to change anything I mean it could change Your mindset towards things It could change your mindset towards It won't Because I don't even have A negative bad mindset anyway But obviously others do But what I'm saying is I'm not saying it's not important For, for the world Or people to know that It wasn't always the way it was but there's always been a form of it. And even this new information I've got today doesn't change what has happened, what is happening today still. <laughs> I mean, some you know people I mean? are curious. Knowledge is power in it. So you put you put ideas into the air yeah. and some people can pick them up. It might not do anything. Yeah. It could, like for everybody, not just black people, white people, it could change, it could change your outlook on, on life and your outlook towards race and make you question certain things about why you act the way you act, why you feel the I way I don't think you, you can because racism is still very, very, very much happening today. So it's like, it's not, you know what I mean? It's, it's, I can't now think about all these years ago when black people are still getting killed today for nothing because of the color of their skin. Okay, that's fine. But you understand certain things like if you, you move forward and you grow and you have children, there's certain things you want to install into your children. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? So just for that, just for like the well-being of the future and stuff like that for like my son I need to, I don't want to install all this stuff that they taught me into him or just like just like no like the, the, the world's your oyster the sky's the limit yeah, no, for, no, for sure. queens that you know what I'm trying to say so I don't know because each of their own and if you can't yeah. use it then then I suppose it's not important to you yeah. but for me personally I like to know I just like to know shit anyway I don't yeah. like to feel like the walls being pulled over my eyes I like to know shit so I can have the information make a decision with, with what I know So I, I just like to know So for me personally I, I think it's important To know everything Okay Okay I hear that Alright just to, Just so that people Could help us in the comments Max So <laughs> You want them to Let you know When Blacks Whites Etc Were all At peace with each other To a certain Yeah to a, Yeah Okay I mean, obviously, there's never been peace, peace, peace. <laughs> you get me? There's never, there's always been. But not hatred because of a one's race. Yes. Yes. Okay. If someone can help me with that, that would be fine. Okay. Okay. I'm interested to to, to see the, the comments. Why do you reckon, with this, do you reckon that time doesn't exist? No, I'm, I'm, I, I believe that there are uh, conflicting arguments being had here. Um, and there are a couple of points I agree with, for example, the whole, it's, in running classes stuff for the, for the entire time humanity has been around, right? Mm. Um, means has always been that um, deciding factor 
whether one should kill for whether one should should not uh, religion is a, a major part of this component Definitely. and um when you take uh, islam you have um muslims from all different walks of life right again same with with christianity so where did this particular shift come where one uh creed of man decides that another creed of man is inferior and in uh, classifying him as inferior he no longer is a human being or she no longer is a human being so they no longer count uh when did that shift happen I do believe there was a marked point in history when that happened. There is, and some of the historians, somebody knows their stuff can find but it. I think Akala talking it's, about that kind of stuff. But it's, it's very Asian, though, isn't it? Ancient. Ancient. Very Asian. But it doesn't matter. Like, you can't say it's so old. It doesn't, like, it doesn't matter. Because I'm, I'm, I just, I just, oh shit, I'll just Google something. Anyway. So, the legal institution of human, I believe it's chattel slavery, comprising the enslavement primarily of African and African-Americans was prevalent in the United States um, from its founding in 1776 until, until 1865. So it's, 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 it's Asian history, bro. No, no, this is, this is it says that 1765 is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's that's not, that's not right. I'm talking weird, but we gotta go further back. Yeah, much further back. No, 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 that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm so, saying, so I'm, what you're I'm, saying no, is so far, saying, you're saying it's so far back, it don't matter. No, I'm saying what you two are talking about is further back than the dates I just read is what I'm saying. No, yeah, this, yeah. this is why I was asking Margs, like, what is he referring to? Because I know about the Roman Empire and how every single creed of man was present under their, their governance. And it was all about them looking to make sure there is as, as much peace as possible. And if there's a dictatorship, there's going to be peace. I understand that, but what Marx was saying was that there was one point in time yeah. where blacks and whites were not at Okay, cool. I odds. think my, my question is then, how does that help us today? Oh, history is history. I mean, information is... It doesn't oh, help us today. Let's just keep it a buck. It doesn't help us. When you say it doesn't help us, you're talking about in... So in the world today, right, there are blacks and whites who are not at odds. There is peace. There are people who have friends, family. It's not all war and destruction, right? So there are black and whites, Chinese, Indians, who all get along, right? But in that, there is still hatred and racism. What I'm saying is, how does this information that in ancient history, it was more of a peaceful time, what does that information do for us today? It does nothing. I think what he initially was talking about was was partly identity. And this is kind of why I said things were being conflated a bit. It's important to know where you came from and know where your people came from and mm. know um, who you, your type of um, creed yeah. were in this world before all they're seeing today. Because all we're seeing today can't be all we feel has come before. Mm. Do you understand? If it, is yeah. that, if it is that we know... <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and no, no. I'm not saying that black people shouldn't know where they came from and we were kings and queens and we were, you know, royalty. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying the relations between blacks and whites, you're talking about, let's discuss how it was in, what, 1362. Like, so much stuff has happened after that that, for me, negates all that. So why go so far back in time to talk about a time when, a time when, I don't know even how to describe it, but what, are you talking about the Stone Age? Like, you're talking about so long ago, look at what happened 
after that. Look what's happening today. Why is why is that? Why do, why are those relations important today yeah. when they've proven they've proven themselves unworthy? Like they've treated us like shit after that time. So who cares about how they treated us way 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 back then when we've got evidence of how they treated us for so long and even in 2022. Mm. So why do I care about how things were and this is in 12 because <laughs> you know what I mean. It's it's important because if educators now um, come in, quote unquote, walk educators who actually know yeah. what happened um, when the switch be- uh, came into into play, yeah. and they're now responsible for sculpting the curriculum for the next yeah. hundred years. Yeah. If they're now on that particular decision panel, they can now change the narrative. They can now um, rewrite history. They can rewrite the type of information and data that is being fed into the minds of children. It's true. Now, children are, like I said, mm, malleable mentally. So if right from day dot, they're looking to reverse this quote-unquote innate um, uh, feeling in them to look at another and just despise them because of the difference, after a while, that particular level of education will permeate society on mass. But the thing is, remember, I was born in the 80s, right? And I didn't grow up hating white people, even though there's a history of it. So just because you're born without knowledge of, you know, once peace, doesn't mean you grow up hating... Black people don't grow up hating white people. Obviously, I look... No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying... You're, you're saying that... No, you're, but you're black. You said, you're saying that you didn't grow up hating white people. Yeah. I know on mass black people don't grow up hitting white people. That's what I'm saying. Even though what I'm saying, even though I had I didn't have this knowledge prior, 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 it didn't affect the way I was treating white I, people. I hear that, but on the other side, um, white people grow up feeling they're superior to black people. Yeah. That's that's the the that's the re-education that one is saying that needs mm. to change. It's not on our end, it's on their end. Oh, so you're saying the re-education is for white people? One hundred percent. Everyone as well, but I yeah. was I was looking at it the other way. No, no, no. No, no, no. We are the we we are we are having crimes perpetrated against that, us. That's that's why I'm so perplexed right now. I'm thinking, what are you guys saying? No. So uh, your so your whole argument this whole time is educating white saying people. Race is a is a social construct, right? Okay. He's saying it, that's how we started. It's a social construct, and he's saying even before this, it wasn't a race thing. It was all about class. Yeah. He's like saying, let's get back to the facts of 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 the issue, right? Yeah. And to be honest, worldwide, it's more so about class than race. Mm. When you're when you're talking about uh, indifferent, when you're talking about uh, unfairness, it's it's mostly class than, than race. Definitely, people class don't really, people race. don't people don't even really class trumps race yeah. today in 2002. Everything that's going on, class trumps yeah. race. I'm telling you, it does because money talks. Yeah. Yeah. Majorly. Okay, cool. So, I think this whole time I haven't I haven't known exactly where you're coming from in terms of where this the education or the knowing who needs to, needs to be directed at. If you're talking about white kids, then like, I can understand. Them, more so. them more so as well. But I honestly believe I honestly believe everyone. It's more not naive. It's more like hope that if like people might have like a light bulb moment and think like, oh, like like I don't have to like hate or. Like the way I feel is not even like if they people so people might understand because you feel like you know when you feel like you've been duped like the way I feel is not even like my own feelings if that makes sense like it's not even like I'm not even do, do you get what I'm trying to say like I I'm, I'm not saying that's gonna happen I'm not, I'm not saying that's gonna happen I'm, I'm saying bored. but there's a part of me that hope that that you know like just hope and think like that's the dream that's why you educate because when you educate and people know things and like it can change it can change people's yeah, mindsets it can change the world. 
So, okay, cool. Are you, are you under the impression that most white kids, whether or not they were born in the 80s or 70s or born now, believe that whites and blacks have always been at conflict and white people yeah. have always been yes. superior yes. and on the necks of black people? Yes. And you're saying there was a time when this never happened and if they knew that, it might change their mindset today. Yeah, because you, if you, yeah, you might not... Because if you, if you come into the game looking at that, then you're automatically going to look down anyway. Yeah. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So if you don't... If you, if you have been taught something differently, then there's no reason but, for you to look down. There is, but the issue is for me is these things are still happening today. So, this, okay, cool. This never happened before, but it's happening now. So how do you navigate in today's world where black people are still being treated like shit by white people? I don't know. See, and I don't have the answers or I'll be a leader of a party. I mean, because... Okay, cool. Yeah, we've got evidence that it wasn't always like this, but it is like this now. So, where do I, as a white person, where do, where do I sit? I don't know. Am I on the fence? Am I... You know what I mean? But then that's what... But then what do you do? Do you just not address it? But how do you address it? Again. Just, just... The thing is, be a good person. If, if that's not in your heart to be racist, <laughs> then don't be that way. Like... I, I, I understand children can be manipulated and they can be programmed to to believe certain things, right? But you're a kid, so I, I give you grace. But if you're an adult or even a teenager, like you don't have to be a hateful person. You if it's something you've been just, taught, if it's something you've been taught your whole yeah, but, life, yeah, but I, like, why, why can you how can you how can you begrudge them if it's something they've been taught their whole life? So this is what I'm trying to say. This white, teach wait, them wait, different wait, things. White children are not being taught to be to be. Their whole privilege, they they are they, the whole the, the what, whole setup what? of life and society no, yeah, from when life. they're born. They, without even without people even realizing it, that's yeah, what that's the being, world. I'm talking about in the school system, right? One hundred percent in school system. I'm talking about school system. They're seeing images of um, white Egyptians. They're seeing imagery of um, all of these artifacts in yeah. their flipping museums yeah. of them conquering, and even how they've conquered lands, how it's kind of framed. It's glorious. In their work for history, goes to school. There is the school system. Every single way that they're depicted, when they see someone that looks like them glorious. from the history, is glorious. You know, and then when I'm they not... look to you, who's your brethren, because yeah. we started off as friends, we're just cool. Yeah. But every time I see someone who looks like Donnie, they're no, damn no. bad. I'm not arguing that white people are not <laughs> seen to be the overseers of all. I'm not saying that. I'm saying white kids are not taught to be racist and to hate and to be discriminatory. They are, they are taught that they have privilege and that they they are the rulers of the world. Yes. But that doesn't mean you have to be a fucking dickhead about it. You know what I mean? It doesn't. I understand that those two things sometimes meet. In, they meet. Feeling that you're above everyone else and hating people below you. Yeah, those two things do marry. Question. Question. But, um, you're Nigerian, right? Yeah. And you are aware that um, your parents, um, I guess maybe during secondary school, maybe even primary school, maybe even flipping college and university, mm. whenever any talk of Jamaicans or West Indians were brought to you. What yeah. was the vibe they gave off? That Jamaicans and Caribbeans were trouble. All right. So if <laughs> this is within our own community, right? But, yeah. And you can see how a parent's tutelage can form. But and- I won't lie. It didn't, it didn't really bother me. I, I always look, maybe fingers. What? What do you mean what? You didn't go out thinking Jamaicans were a particular way? No. I'll be honest with you. You know what it is? I didn't see any evidence of it. Well, to be honest, I cannot be honest and, and say that. Because I, I saw black people. <laughs> I saw... You thought Jamaican is, <laughs> no, it is. I had, I had African brethren who were worse than Jamaican brethren. I had Caribbean friends who were quiet, timid. I had African friends who were loud and boisterous. What my parents told me, to me, it was like, I was like almost rebelling against them. 
Okay. Oh, you're jamming with friends. I'm like, shut up. Don't talk about my jam. Like, in my mind, I'm thinking, you're just being a, a parent who's being annoying. 100%. Don't, don't tell me I can't hang around Jamaicans. No, I'm hang around, I'm hang around Jamaicans. 100%. But what? This, <laughs> you know what I mean? What are you talking about? I'm same, hanging around Jamaicans, same, bro. Big man. The same for that. Yeah. Um, how about homosexuality? My parents didn't really. I hear that, but did they just welcome them with open arms? It was never, a com- I'll be honest with you, it was never a conversation. I, I hear it was never a conversation, but in your in mind, your side, didn't you need to un- culturally, you didn't need, you? Yeah. they didn't need to tell you anything. Culturally, no, you know par- what I want. Yeah, exactly, but that's not my parents though. So society, religion. My- well, your parents would be reinforcing it in the house somewhere. You would have seen it growing up. I'll be honest with you, me and my parents have never had any conversations about homosexuality at all. No, but you, you haven't, you've never seen them with a homosexual friend either, or... Uh, have a homosexual in your household I'm or responding to articles or news. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I knew, to be fair, I can't really, no, it is. I can't force a thought right now because it was never a thought when I was younger about my parents and whether or not they had gay friends or whatever. It was never a thought. So I can't pretend that it was now. When it comes to that, I learned a lot of that from society, school, friends. That's how my views on homosexuality were formed. Nothing to do with my parents at all. Okay. Nothing to do with my parents. And I can't pretend that they did because we're having the conversation. Nothing to do with my parents. All right, cool. Well, we as adults are unlearning things every single day, right? Yeah. Um, certain habits take a certain while to. I think there's like a saying about how long a habit, um, uh, how long it takes for a habit to be, um, like reversed or erased. But this particular uh, indoctrination from like early through the schooling system, through how um, organizations and societies actually work. Sorry, organizations and and corporations work when they go into the workplace. All of this is reinforcing this idea that whites are superior to any other, to any other. Yeah. They're right at the top of the totem pole. And the worst thing is when you even go to these countries, you even see them looking to reinforce that because of all of the media that they're consuming. You know, Sam? So mm. it's, it's going to be a difficult um, journey. In our lifetime, we may not see um, the actual... Um, reverse of it But I do believe In 100 years The world's going to look Completely different And I don't think It's going to be Race it will still be Flipping class Literally it will be Majority class Majority Because Every single aspect Of what we deem To be common play Yeah Is being just Put on its head So okay One last question Before we can move on right Even though You're saying class Kind of trumps racism Yeah is it, but is race still the defining factor? In which land? Because in... Even in business. In the West. So let's, let's say business, you've got, you've got a company, right? And they want to um, do business with two other companies. These companies are both, both the same class level. They're both worth the same amount of money, but one's owned by a black man, one's owned by a white man. Now class is level, race is now the defining factor. That would play on what's in whoever's making the decision. That would play on what's in their heart, I guess. So, I get what you're saying because, yeah, if there's, if if it's level playing fields all across the board, yeah, and that's the only difference, yeah, that is going to be the deciding factor. And then that would that would then whoever's making the decision that would just depend on what's in their heart, innit? Bear in mind, it's not just white people that look down on black people. Yeah, no, 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 uh, no. Is I'm in my mind. I think I'm trying to think. When does class? So when does race trump class? When does it? Yeah. Or is it the other way around? To ask the question again? 
No, I'm trying to figure out if I'm trying to ask when does race trump because if we're class, saying we're saying we're saying like obviously like class is more like more important, important, important. Than, than than race really yeah. has more effect on us. He's saying in what situations is race more, more important? important? Yeah, sorry. So, so I need I need the question asked again. Like when we say when is race more important? Like in what aspect? So when would this, when would the decision be made solely based on race and the class doesn't matter? As in Again, again I'm I'm confused myself On this question But I think I know What I'm trying to say But I don't know If I'm coming in right Alright, so We see examples of People losing jobs Or not getting jobs Just because of their name Right? Yeah Because their name is associated To a particular race Yeah uh, We see the uh, Maltreatment Of People In the workplace Just because of their race mm. Right? It doesn't even matter what class they they are. Mm. We even hear stuff about old money, new money, right? And uh, we see a lot of athletes these days are, are black, especially in America, like very very rich. But walk in, walk into a room um, and ask to own a, a football club, you can't do that because of your your race, mm. right? That's attached to it. Um, it, it's this it was what you, this is what you're talking about. Yeah, that's good. He's giving you examples. That kind of must be what you was talking about now. Um, you know what? I think I'm too. What I'm trying to convey, I don't think I can get it right now. So, but what what you said makes sense. But I don't know exactly what I'm trying to say. Well, with that being said, I think that was a yeah. The great debaters. I mean, girls, eat your heart out, man. <laughs> no, no, that was that was that was a good. Oh, I want to say we, I want to say we miss you, but you see when the men are chopping it up, it's, <laughs> it's different. It's different. <laughs> <laughs> But let's get into our next headline. All right. Large up Kentaji. Sorry, Ketanji Brown Jackson. Ketanji Brown Jackson has been sworn in as the newest associate Supreme Court justice, becoming the first black woman to serve on America's highest court. The appointment follows one of the most consequential Supreme Court terms in recent memory, with significant rulings on abortion and gun rights. The former public defender joins the court at a difficult period in its history. The nine-member court is currently split between six Republican-appointed justices and three picked by Democrats. In recent weeks, it delivered several groundbreaking decisions like overturning the 50-year-old Roe versus Wade decision on abortion, striking down a New York law restricting gun-carrying rights, and limiting the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency's power to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. The lifetime appointment will likely see Ms. Jackson on the bench for decades, but will not shift the current ideological balance of the court. The addition of Ms. Jackson to the court means that its liberal minority with Justice Elena Kagan and Justice Sonia Sotomayor will be made up entirely of women. Well, all, all the ethnics on there are, are, are women. They're trying to control them. They think they're smart. <laughs> no, trust me. I don't trust these people. They think they're smart. Also, what do you mean striking down a New York law restricting gun carrying rights? They're trying to let them carry guns in New York now. I don't believe that would be the case. You're not allowed to 
bare arms in New York without like a, without a permit or something. So if it says striking down the striking down laws restricting gun carrying rights, yeah. So striking down means getting away with yeah. the, the, the that's restricting laws. That means yeah. there's less restrictions. That means it's easier to carry firearms on the streets of New York. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. These people, New York, don't. It does not need to be any easier to carry guns in New York. I don't know what they're doing with these decisions that they're making. Here. I think they're just. I think they're just saying, yeah, let's just see how much we can fuck the place up, innit? Yeah, it looks like that, but I I see the title of this is Big Up Kintanji Project. Oh, sorry, so sorry. I, sorry. I, I want to know if Emmanuel just again just wrote this. I think he just wanted to give her her flowers. Well, Big Up Katanji Brown. Well, it's Jackson. like she's doing all the whole set of wickedness. <laughs> <laughs> Reversing the red versus raw. I mean, come on. I think he's just happy that she's a black woman. In the position of power, that's kind of what that's kind of Eman's Eman's thing, isn't it? Oh, right. Boy, they're onto the Supreme Court about the decisions that they're making, all that, and they say, okay, well, here we here's this for you. <laughs> We've got a black woman here now. They they trying to piss people off. Seriously. They just want it to be uproar. Okay. But no, big up her though, man. Yeah. 100%. The first black woman to serve on America's highest court. Big up you. All right. Second headline: Ben and Jerry take a cold political stance. Ben and Jerry's has said it does not agree with a deal by its parent company, Unilever, that allows its ice cream to continue being sold in Israeli settlements in the occupied West Bank. The firm said it still believed it was non, oh sorry, inconsistent with Ben and Jerry's values for our ice cream to be sold in the occupied Palestinian territory. This is a big statement and one that was welcomed by many Palestinians. Free Palestine. Israel praised Unilever's uh, reversal of last year's decision by Ben & Jerry to stop such sales as a victory against discrimination and anti-Semitism. Unilever, how do you pronounce that? Unilever or Unilever? Unilever. Unilever said in a statement on Wednesday that it was now selling its Ben & Jerry's business interest in Israel to Mr. Avi Zinger, who owns American Polity Products. AQP. The new arrangement means Ben and Jerry's will be sold under its Hebrew and Arabic names throughout Israel and the West Bank under the full ownership of the current license, i.e., American Polity Products. Mr. Zinger thanked Unilever and the Israeli government for their support in reaching a deal which he said gave him the rights to sell the ice cream forever. He said there is no place for discrimination in the commercial sale of ice cream. It has always been important to me to ensure that all customers, no matter their identity, are free to munch some Ben & Jerry's ice cream. What is uproar for ice cream? Man? What's your flavor? Yeah. So what they're saying, that, so they're saying that, so one second, because I, I was as, I, as this was going on, I thought I understood what was going on and towards the end I kind of got confused. Are they saying that they're continuing the sale of Ben and Jerry's? In, yeah, but just under in, in the, the Hebrew and what did it say? Sorry, Arabic Arabic names. What? So was they trying to stop it? The... All right, let me let me read this again. All right, Ben and Jerry's has said it does not agree with the deal by its parent company Unilever that allows its ice cream to continue being sold in Israeli settlements in the occupied West Bank. So it's just pause it there. So Ben and Jerry doesn't agree with the fact that they're still selling the ice cream there. So then they've made them change the name or something. So Ben and Jerry don't want them to sell the ice cream in the occupied place. Okay, I'm with it now. Cool. I get it. All right. I get it. I'm sorry, I'm here. That's right. Because it's free Palestine. All right. So we're good there? Yeah, we're good. We're good. All it's right. always free Palestine. 
Alright, so that's Wooden Road, no? Yes. Let's go into our road. next let's go into our next segment. Telling me, all right, guys, welcome to Word on Road. You know, I was always the, the, the unofficial. She is going to be steaming watching this. I was, always the, I was always the unofficial co-host anyway, but now today I'm the official host. All right, let's talk about some NBA news. Obviously, free agency is upon us. Well, it's not upon us. It's actually happening right now. There's been a ton of deals, a ton of contracts given out, and one bit of major, major news, which we'll start with. KD, Kevin Durant. After signing with the um, Brooklyn Nets in 2019, after forming the greatest offensive super team of all time <laughs> between himself, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving, after failing to deliver a championship to Brooklyn, after James Harden left, Kyrie didn't want to play because of COVID, it's all fucked. He's asked for a trade. I can't believe that. Like, this for me is the biggest bust in the NBA history, this this whole three years of the Nets. Like, to have that firepower and for them to not even get to a conference finals, like, not even talking, winning a chip was the only, was the only, you know what? Go with this. Because you see, let me tell you where my mind went straight away. Yeah. No, no, they got conference finals <coughs> online. They got conference finals against the Bucks online. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you where my mind went straight away, yeah. How could he do that to Kyrie? What do you mean, how could he do that to Kyrie? What's Kyrie been doing to him for the past couple of years? No, but I'm a Kyrie super fan. But remember, Kyrie's been wishy-washy with his commitments, right? Yeah, but he's got reasons. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not blaming him. I'm not blaming him for not wanting to get vaccinated. But obviously, that did affect definitely last season, right? Definitely. Then he's taken leave of absence randomly because of whatever reasons. Like it feels like Kyrie's mind has been in a different place. He hasn't been but, fully committed to basketball. But he's an amazing basketballer. He's my favorite basketballer. I'm the president of Kyrie. Oh, okay, I'm I, the president I, of Kyrie. Fact, okay, okay. But anyway, so I was thinking, how can he do this to him? Because my man literally just opted in and took the um the one year extension for thirty seven million. Yeah, but who? Kyrie. Yeah, but he he, he don't want to stay though. Exactly. So he, no, no, he, so, he, he me, done that to, to exactly to get so, the money guaranteed. So let me this this, this, this my fool is gonna okay, play out. So yeah. in, instantly I went, bro, Kyrie just signed. How can he ask for a trade? Yeah. But Kyrie and KD are brethrens. Yeah. They've obviously spoke this through. Oh, yeah, of course. And he's only done the one year for the money because the Nets offered him a longer extension. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. But he 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 refused it. Yeah. He refused a longer extension. Yeah. And he said, nah, I'm just going to opt in, do my year, yeah. get my 37 million. Yeah, exactly. They've spoke about this. Yeah. So then he's like, get your money, playboy. You get your money, playboy, and then you're, and then you're a free agent next year. Yeah, yeah. You do what you want. Yeah. I'm out of here. Yeah. That's crazy. I they think- screwed them. And Ben Simmons and Kyrie... Ain't gonna do nothing. Nah. But you could get a big haul for, for KD though. You can, but the thing is, I'm reading a lot of different rumors in it. So there's one rumor that KD and Kyrie still wanna play together somehow, some way. But I'm hearing another rumor that Kyrie wants to force his way to LA to play to play for the Lakers to you know to um reunite with LeBron. Oh, because he can still get traded. Kyrie, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I'm reading another headline that um stop that please, Brent. Sorry. That Lakers feel that they have a package. I have access to Marx's phone. And I did not know that. All right. Um, (laughs) That Lakers feel that they have a package to trade for both KD and Kyrie, which I feel like they don't have. Because if they do, that that means that they got to trade AD, probably Westbrook, and a few other players for those two, like, and some picks, whatever. You'll do it, though. You'll do it if you're the Nets, right? Actually, do it if you're the Lakers. 
I mean, AD, yeah. well, AD's, AD, not, he's not a bust, but AD's not. AD's no, not no, that. no. If, if, you, if you're the Nets, you're less, you're less likely to do that. If he wants to go. To, to take. If he, listen, yeah, but remember, there's other packages out there than that package. To take an injury prone Anthony Davis and a crazy Westbrook. Russell Westbrook for KD and, K- and Kyrie. If I'm the Nets, I'm saying fuck off. But listen, yeah, their values, their value's not their value, bro. Yeah. Because that Kyrie. You, you you will trade him. You trade him for anything. You're gonna get pen, you're gonna get, get get peanuts on the dollar, blood. Because yeah. he's one. He'll walk for free. Yeah, 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 of course. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So if yeah. you can if you can get something back for him, you'll do it. If Katie's saying he wants to go, yeah. Obviously, there's value in him because you're gonna get big pieces for him. But there's yeah. no real value in keeping him. If that makes sense, that like, is they're, they're done. It's yeah. not. It's not. It's not like having KD and Kyrie with the situation where it is now. Like the Nets are kind of screwed. They are because they've got what, KD and Ben Simmons. They're screwed. And um, so. Um, obviously, Katie's trying to work out a trade. He's put the Heat. This is alleged. He put the Heat and the Suns as his top two destinations that he wants to land in it. So I'm I'm seeing a lot of mock. He went to the Suns. Oh so I'm God. seeing a lot of mock up trades. So what would make sense? And I'm seeing a lot from of- Woj. You seen anything from Woj? What's Woj saying? In terms of the trades destination, trade destinations, Heat and um, Suns. In terms of you know all these sites, they do their like mock trades mm. and like you know. Um, Ideal scenarios for different teams in it. So I'm seeing a lot of free deal, free team trades, which help KD land in Phoenix. But I saw one, which was um, so KD to the Suns, and then the Suns send DeAndre Ayton, Mikel Bridges, three first round picks and three first round uh, swaps to the Nets. But I'm hearing that Phoenix are saying if you're not sending them, sorry. The Nets are saying, if you ain't sending Devin Booker our way, forget, forget about, about it. it. We're not interested in a DeAndre Ayton for Kevin Durant and some extra players. No, nah, it has to be star for star. Booker for KD. So That's going to shake up the whole league, bro. Yeah. Like, literally, he's going to tip the balance of certain teams because he's going to go somewhere where he's going to win. Where, no, where he's going to go to a contender, for sure. You don't leave... After having three terrible years in, in Brooklyn, you don't go. I don't know. But I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm hearing, obviously, Dame Lillard tried to um, tell him come. recruit him. I'm seeing another rumor that Pelicans might put a package together. It's going to be. Oh, he's not going to Pelicans. That's yucky. The Nets are going to get a haul for him, regardless, isn't it? Wherever he goes, they're going to get. Oh, yeah, I'm going home haul. to just watch NBA. I've watched it live, watch first take and the first things yeah, first, yeah. then the herd. Yeah. I'm watching all of it. Go forget Adrian Wojnowski and Brian Winghurst. These men will give you the. Yeah. These men will give you the inside scoop, whatever you want to know. Chris Broussard, these yeah. men, these men will give you, yeah. these, these men will give you the scoop. That's serious. That's serious. All right, a couple of other headlines from the NBA. So, um, Jokic has signed Supermax extension, the largest deal in NBA history. Is it? Yeah. So he's his deal um, is five years, two hundred and seventy million. But that takes his total deal to six years, three hundred and three million, which is the largest deal in NBA history. So how much per year is that? Six by six divided by three hundred and three. Yeah. How much per year is that? Fifty something. Uh, what's the highest contract at the minute? Thirty, thirty-eight. No, what's harder than forty? No, Russell Westbrook just opted in for forty something, isn't it? Yeah. Forty-one or forty-seven or something stupid like that. Um, hold on. What, what does that work out to though? I'm doing the maths one second. Uh, divided by six, it's that's what 50.5. 50. 50. 50. Yeah, 
That's so, yeah, crazy. The office is getting paid. Um, <sighs> That's crazy. Devin Booker, extension, 224 million, four years. John Morant, 193 million, five years. Is it? Uh, Cat, 224 million, four years. Oh, they gave, oh, I don't know if I would have given it to Cat. Well, yeah. they haven't. They, they, yeah. they, they got no choice. Harden has opted out. Um, but apparently he's opted out so he can sign a new thing sign with, a new with, trade with, with 76ers. 76ers, but take a less less money so they have more cap space to sign other players. Oh, is it? Yeah, apparently, which is I'm kind of surprised by that because he's normally like a selfish person who does what he wants from himself. Okay, okay, it's grown. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be an interesting few days. Predictions. Where do you think Katie's gonna end up? Where do you think Kyrie's gonna end up? Well, now that now now that um now that Katie's done that. Kyrie gets traded. Kyrie will go. I, I can see Kyrie go. I can see Kyrie at the Lakers. If the rumors are true, then I think he's going to go Lakers. Yeah, I can see. I can see Kyrie at the Lakers. Yeah, I, I think see Kyrie at the Lakers. I think him playing with Bron again. Bron, thing is, if everyone's healthy, Bron, AD, and Kyrie is the perfect fit. Mm. The perfect fit. Like you can't get better than that. It's just mm. that if, but if Kyrie goes Lakers, where's Russ going? Because Russ ain't saying they, they gotta get they got get rid of Russ. They'll send Russ anyway. ASAP. They gotta get rid of ASAP. But he he opted in though. Yeah. Uh, but he can still get traded. It was big money. Of course he's gonna opt in. That big, yeah. big piece. You know what pissed me off? Bradley Bill. What did he do? He opted in. No, he opted out. Then and signed, then signed, signed again. A new deal. With them. With them. This guy doesn't want to win. He just wants to, he just wants to, he just wants to piece. He's 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 all about loyalty and like 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 Dame, Lillard. Like Dame, yeah. yeah Dame, Dame. Big man. Bradley Bill, when I heard he opted out. I thought, okay, cool. This about this guy's about to change the landscape of the NBA. He, wherever he goes, like if he goes, when last State, season when there's um st- stories about him going to the Lakers, and I was like, no, nah, they're good. He can't go there. He, Bill's cold. Yeah, Bill's know? cold. Thing is, Bill can opt out and guarantee himself a win. Imagine Bill went to the Bucks. Yeah, stupid. or Golden State. He couldn't go to the Bucks. Bucks will win every year. That's it. I think. I think. Yeah, but why? Why would you want to guarantee that for yourself? Let me go to the Bucks. Team up with Giannis. And um, that be Giannis, Holiday, Middleton, fam, it's a Bill. Lopez or something. It's a wrap. Even if he went, if, if he went to the Warriors, that would just be KD all over again. Bradley, Bill, Clay, and Steph, and all the other great pieces they have: Wiggins and Paul and their man, Draymond. That must a wrap. But he said he wants to play in Washington and just. I don't know who's got um, not cap space. I don't know who's got pieces to, to for the packages because obviously I'm pre- I'm pretending like I was abreast of the information you yeah. gave me that just now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go home and look. I need to. I don't know. I don't know where Katie's going to end up. I need to see who's got who's 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 got um, packages. Who's got the pieces? Who can, yeah. who can do what to see? Yeah. To, to see how it looks. I think. I think we might end up being surprised by where he actually ends up. Definitely going to go to a contender. So if he goes, if he goes, question though. Obviously, he was given slack for joining the Warriors in the first place. Mm. The team that beat him, he couldn't beat him. So that, you know, he joined them and he won two chips. Went to Brooklyn. This is meant to be his team now. Mm. Didn't work out. If he now goes and runs to a contender, a sure thing, is that further just adding to the narrative that KD can't do it by himself? He needs a super team. He can't lead a team. He can have a super team, but lead it. But he's never, he's never, you know, won himself. He only won when he went Golden State. Yeah, it don't, it don't help his, it don't help his story at all. Yeah. The, narrative's, the, the narrative's not a good look. Him and Kyrie. This is like... Oh, Kyrie, yeah. Kyrie's... Because obviously you can't you can't mess up someone's legacy like so you can't minus it you can't take away what they've done yeah you know what I'm trying to say that like, and obviously these men have got a chance to add to it every season but yeah. the story that's being told is 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 the story yeah and what's happened at the Nets 
is no good. It's no good for it's no good for none of them. Yeah, yeah. I say it's a stain. It's a stain on there. This is a massive stain. Yeah, like, Brooklyn are in the mud. They they must be livid right now. Well, I got. It looks like I'm gonna find a new team soon. Yeah, yeah. I support whoever Kyrie plays for. That's who I support. Then you're, you're gonna be like me. and You're gonna support the Lakers soon. <laughs> I tell you that. All right. Second bit of news. I know Esther would definitely cover this. I got to cover it. Beyonce has released the album cover to her album, okay. Act One Renaissance. All right. So it is her sitting on a, it was like a crystal or like a see-through horse. And she's dressed in this very, uh, it's like a bikini or swimsuit made out of like fawns. Let me pass it over to you so you can look. <laughs> you can maybe describe it better than me. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a black, oh, black shit. background. Well, this is the album. Album cover. cover yeah. Album cover, yeah. Okay, yeah. So she is on a, some type of crystal horse. Yeah. She's not wearing a lot of clothes. There's there's a lot of skin. There's a lot, a lot of, skin. of skin. The breasts are the, breasting. There you go. This is a good album cover. Yeah. It's, it's surprising though. That's the, that's as much skin I think she's ever shown in the album cover. Or even Why is she moving like this? Period. She's all like a stallion. Do you she's grown? Do you do do you get a vibe from the name and the album cover combined and, and the single. From hearing the single, seeing the album cover and knowing the name of the album, is it what is it giving you? Isn't she saying that she's riding the stallion? She's the queen. Right, that's what's wicked, but sending the shots at Meg. You think that's a shot to make the stallion? No, <laughs> impossible. Meg is not big enough. Honest, <laughs> <six shots. laughs> that's as I said, I, I ride you, bitch. <laughs> I said, I ride you, bitch. I don't know what kind of vibe I could pick up from this album, but yeah, I'm assuming yeah. she's on smoke. Okay. Like, I'm a, this album has to be good because this energy... Have you noticed I haven't stopped looking at it since you gave it to me? No, I've noticed. No. <laughs> I think it's Beyonce, so obviously the album will be good, but it's like, what she vibe is she giving us? I ain't seen her moving like this. I don't even know what frame of mind she's in. I ain't yeah. seen her. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, Beyonce has never shown us this much skin before. Like, there's, the breasts are percolating, the fires are... The face, the face looking kind of mean though. Very yeah. stern, very stern face look. Big energy, man. Big up her, man. I look forward to the album, man. But yeah, the album drops 29th of July. So it's soon. 29 days. Maybe it's maybe to play on the whole Valkyrie thing. Okay. Um, oh, there's, there's even, even the caption. I didn't notice. Should I read it or leave it? What's the caption? The caption. Caption is, creating this album allowed me Allowed me a place to dream and to find escape during a scary time for the world. It allowed me to feel free and adventurous in a time when little else was moving. My intention was to create a safe, a safe place, a place without judgment. Okay, I feel like I'm getting where she's coming from now. A place to be free of perfectionism and overthinking. A place to scream, release feel freedom. It was a beautiful journey of exploration. I hope you find joy in this music. I hope it inspires you to release the wiggle. Ha! And to feel as unique, strong, and sexy as you are. Okay. Big up her. Yeah. So that's that's the vibe, people. Be free. Well, and that was the end of Word on the Road. Yeah. <laughs> Our next segment is not the People's Journal, 
It's not Cisport. And it's not Cis What Would You Do? It's Love Island. It is Love Island. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Let me play some Apple voice notes. One second. Let me. Let me. Wait. Uh, it's alright. You don't have to move anyway. Let's oh, just no. go. Let's get into it. Let's just go. Yeah, come on. I'm just rolling. I said that. I said that. I said that. So the girls are not here. We no dress up today. This is it. All right. Sue is on national TV, looking like a fool. Davide does not like her. Davide does not want her. Davide is in love with how much she likes and wants him. It's so interesting to me to see how she's been broken down within these past two weeks. The person we were introduced to two weeks ago came into the house appearing confident, appearing assertive. She didn't care about making friends. She had a friend in Athena. Obviously, fast forward to today, Athena's been kicked out of the house. And in my opinion, she's been isolated and she's been broken down. And Davide has never missed an opportunity to laugh at her along with everyone else. That man don't like her. That's facts, though. Yeah, that's I was big. Facts. I was, I would, I would agree. Nothing Davide has done tells me that he genuinely likes her. Well, Esther's been saying it from the time that like, obviously everybody's been missing the point. Like he's been mocking her from the beginning of yeah. time. I think he's attracted to her. Like you said yesterday, I would shock her. That's what he said. But I don't think he likes her as a person. I think he sees her as his ticket to stay in the house until someone actually comes in. Until oh, Cash Ramon next episode. Lie, I tell you. I swear down, bro. Say wallahi. Wallahi. That's a war is tonight. Tonight and tonight? Tonight. Oh, my God. They previewed it yesterday. I was like, I was like bro, already? Hey, wait, did the camera catch my excitement? <laughs> <laughs> this is we crazy. In, yeah, Castle Moore is about okay, to go down. Okay, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we in None the game. None of the other couples in the house interest me. Everyone comes across as two-faced. Okay. But I will say that one thing that is definitely annoying me is that Dami is the only black man in that house. It's also annoying me that it's that Danica and India are the only two black women in that house against five white women. I just had to say that because that is that's really irritating me. And it seems like the producers aren't even making an attempt to bring in any more black people. So that that's one thing that I just don't like. All right, so I have one more. One second, because I don't know what? if she's... One second. I, I don't know if she's... Um, watching from the beginning. No, but I don't know if she's watching from home or if she lives here. Yeah. But like, welcome to England. Thank you. <laughs> welcome to England, baby girl. That's just had an... Yeah. See what you... That is an actual legit representation of the country. That is the fight. That we're fighting. That's just the way it's set up. So, yeah, get, get, get used to it. Yeah. Get used to it. They're probably gonna throw a bit more color in there and cast them more. But that is that's yeah. the setup. That's this, the scenario. This, this is Love Island. Love Island has never been black heavy. Yeah, this is England. Like it wouldn't be too crazy if it was just all white people yeah. on Love Island. Like you're yeah. trying to say that like, this is this is England. And plus, there was two other black boys in there, but they gone home. Yeah, and other black girls. Who was? Oh yeah, Af um, Afia. 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 Yeah. Oh, so Afia, Kenna, and Remy. They were in. They were there. I just fell by the wayside. Okay, let's hear again. All right. Lastly, I just wanted to say that I really enjoyed the show. I think you guys have great chemistry. I think this show is unique, and I actually see the platform growing and everything. I think uh, everyone kind of brings something different to the table, 
And it's just, everything just translates really well on screen. So I just wish you guys continued success and I'll keep tuning in. Take care. Thank you, man. Thank you, baby girl, man. We appreciate you, man. Keep doing your thing. Stay (laughs) sexy. Stay beautiful, man. Don't let no one dim your light. We appreciate you, man. And and that was Nikki from, obviously, America. I don't know about Steve. Nikki. Nikki. Nikki, We we appreciate you, man. Shout out to Nikki. All right. So, Love Island. Yeah. So, Casamore's happening. Uh, Talking point from this episode. um, They done. Also, just quickly, because they're going to. It's been like two days in a row. I've been yeah, so bad. Yeah. I was recording No Behavior last night. So, use this is on you. Uh, cool. <laughs> All right. So, they done the um, the public vote. But, least favorite couple? Yeah, but obviously, it's cliffhanger, isn't it? So, the three couples that are in the bottom three, obviously, this is based on the vote was who do you feel is most is most compatible? So, obviously, these three are the ones that the public feel are the least, least compatible. compatible. Okay, cool. So, you've got um, Antigone and Charlie. You've got Tasha and Andrew, which is kind of surprising, but not surprising because, because the there's been see. so many holes in their relationship. Then you've got um, Jay and Danica. So whether they make, whether they, I don't know whether they, whether, is, is, are they saying the couple's leaving? So no, basically the boys, we'll I believe the pick. boys have to pick a, a guy to leave or vice versa. And the girl's got to pick a girl to leave. Ooh. So we'll find out tonight. Who, which girl and which guy are leaving? Well, so, okay, that's easy. That's Charlie and Danica are going home tonight. No, the thing is, they could do that. They can make it easy and pick a couple. But remember, the girls and guys are separately doing their votes. Yeah, but obviously, you just got to think about how it's played out. And Antigone's gone and done the, 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 the girl code thing. They yeah, fuck yeah. With her. So Dan, Danica's, Tasha's Tasha. Danica's gone. Yeah. So, okay, but I don't think they're going to vote a couple off. I think the girls. Pick, are going to pick the girl that they want to pick the girls that they want to save and pick the one that goes. Yeah, so that means. So, so that means Danica's gone. Yeah, 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 no, I'm, I'm trying to, no, sorry, I'm, I'm trying to remember whether or not the boys are picking the boys and the girls are picking the girls, or it's vice versa, I can't remember. I don't think they do vice versa, I think they'll make the boys. Pick the boys. I think, yeah, I think they'll make the boys pick so the boys. So the boys will probably get rid of Charlie then? That's what I said, Char- Charlie and Danica are, their goose is cooked. Yeah, yeah, you're right still. Their goose is cooked, there's no, there's no saving them, I don't, I don't, I don't believe. Yeah. There's no saving yeah. them. Andrew and Tasha are completely safe. But even with that being said, and then obviously even doing it with Tasha or more, yeah. Tasha's gonna, Tasha's gone. She can't. They've been a couple, yeah, from day one. You can't have me down there, Antigone and Jay and Charlie and yeah. Danica. Also, what? also, she's also Tasha saying that she that she loves Jay. Sorry, loves Andrew. Yeah, she's she's lost her mind. She's loose. She don't know what so she she's, she's asking everyone, ah, oh, you know, like, what does love feel like? Like when you're in love, like how, how did you, she's trying to find out from other people what is love in it? And then I think she told Andrew that she, that she loved him in it. What did Andrew say? Andrew was like, the first thing they showed of us was Andrew saying, guys. Tasha said, Tasha said that she, she loves me. That was the first. They didn't show her, her saying it to him. They just showed Andrew telling everyone that. Okay, yeah. Tasha yeah. told me that she, that she loves me. In it. Yeah. And they went from there in it. But yeah, she was in the confessional room kind of expressing herself. I'm like, do you, you who wanted to talk to Charlie <laughs> last week, now you love Andrew. Out of nowhere. That, I don't know. Because I, I don't. Sometimes, yeah, especially with couples, yeah, they get yeah. rattled with perception, innit? Especially yeah. when, it, when it comes to public votes, they yeah. get rattled. I don't know. Whether their team's real, whether they care about how it looks, whether they're preying it like that, yeah. Yeah. But them being in that bottom three with them two, I don't even know what to, to describe those. Couples. Yeah, those are not even those are not even real couples. <laughs> That's horrible yeah, for them. Yeah. That's horrible for them. So they're gonna reevaluate. Well, I can't. We I can't win this. I can't win this with 
to Charlie with with Andrew. Yeah, because we know it's not genuine. We we can see it. We've yeah, but, seen what's unfolding. Yeah, but, but that's what I say. Now, but you get a peek behind the curtain. Now they know. The, now they know that the public see it. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. So yeah. in their mind, it's like this is a fruitless exercise. Me staying in this because I can't win with him yeah. because the, they they think we're uncap. Un- Uncompatible. So you put them in class more straight away. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. You can get what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear that. And then, cool. Ekansu and Davide went on their first date. They went to like a, a wine vineyard, the wine field, whatever. There was a bucket of grapes, bucket of white grapes, bucket of uh, red grapes, whatever. They're both in their separate buckets stamping. with their feet stamping on it, eating the grapes. Jumped, um, Ekansu jumped in Davide's bucket. They're both stamping the grapes, having a chat. She kissed him. She, she kissed him. But she, she initiated. I think she just, they were just chatting and then she just went for it. I think she was like, oh, you just look so nice. I just had to. And she just kind of went for it. There was no like moment where this is a kiss moment. She just kind of like mid-convo, boom. How, how was it received? It was, it was see, bro. Yeah, it was see, bro. So yeah, it was a nice little cute date, whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. For me, I still don't see them as a genuine couple. I don't believe that he likes her past the There's physical a- and I don't believe I just don't believe her as a person. She's just an actress to me. So I can't There's a look part in that kind of looks good together. I kind of wish David they fucked with her a bit more. Aesthetically, because... they look good together, right? But yeah. I don't believe they mesh personality-wise at all. I don't think no one messes with David personality because I can't I can't take him. Like, he is so conceited. Oh, my God. Like, like he rates himself. No, yeah. He, he thinks he's God's gift. Like, yeah, like, and it's different to the point where he feels like he don't even have to try that. So he's not giving us enough. Like, he's, his attitude's... Because this is his life, isn't it? <laughs> in the real world, he doesn't work for women, clearly. Yeah, 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 yeah. He just looks good and then women just come to him. Oh, yeah, he must be cooking outside. His physical demographic, he's got on toast. But he he's giving the vibes of, you know what? I've done the streets enough. I'm tired now. Because he could be in the house doing the madness if he wanted to. Mm. Because a lot of the girls like him, isn't it? But mm. he's actually been on there. Even though he's arrogant, he's been on a humble tip in terms of how he's approaching the women. But is he building any real connections? Though? No, he isn't. Because I don't think he's, there's no one there for him. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, if there's someone, if there's someone in Castle Moore, he'll definitely do his thing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But it's all working though. Ekin, yeah. Ekin and Davide are not solid. Like, the minute both of them find someone else who they're compatible with, they're both gone. Okay. Are there any solid couples that you think need to be worried about um, Castle Moore? Any 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 couple that need to be worried? Like, there's, there's, because obviously the idiots are the idiots. I'm saying the solid, out of the solid couples, just say um, okay. Gemma and I think Jack I, I and... think Gemma's head can be turned, for sure. I think as much as Luke is acting like his head can't be turned, I think his head can be turned as well. I think he'll try his hardest not to let it affect him, but I think it can be. If it was natural, I would say 100% he can be turned. But yeah. now I know... It's intentional. That, 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 no, but now I know that he knows for a fact that's Michael Owen's daughter. yeah. So he's gonna try his hardest to just stay. Stick he's not gonna to the try. Plan. He's gonna do. He's, just, he's not. He's not. He's. If he does, it's gonna be excellent TV, and he's an absolute psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. what I'm trying to say? Yeah. If he actually does, because yeah. I can't. I can't see it. That doesn't, that doesn't okay. make no sense. I think Tasha's head can be turned. I think Andrew's head can be turned. To be fair, I'll be, I'll be honest. Andrew's feeling Danica. Yes, that's what I think. Yeah. Obviously, maybe not enough to yeah. act on it because him and Tasha have been together so long. But yeah. he's definitely you get me. Yeah. So, and like I said, that putting them in the bottom three thing, yeah, that's not good for anybody. Paige and Jax, I can see, I can see both of them getting hair turned. To be fair, there's no for me. There's no solid couple. The only solid couple for me, who I think may, even though I reckon it could happen, but the most solid is probably Damien India. You reckon? Yeah, they're the most solid. I reckon both. There's no couple in this in this villa, to me, are solid. 
Bro, but the most solid. If they send in. I would say send, if they send in someone for India, yeah, like a like a London youth, yeah, like a proper youth, Dami might be in trouble. I think Dami will be in trouble, but and I'm not saying because their relationship ain't stronger because they don't fuck with each other, yeah. He's an Irish youth, blood. Like the source ain't sourcing. Yeah, you get what I'm trying to say. Like if you bring in something for her, yeah, she's got a decision to make. No, for real. I think every single couple have a decision to make in it. But I, still, I feel like Dami and India right now are showing the most, you know, connection, as in the most, like, you know, genuine like for each other, isn't it? But I still don't think neither are that, that committed. Okay. Uh, Anything else happening? Never got talking points? Um, not really, man. Back in the and thingy came back and done a little debrief like they do. Um, that's it, really. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think what else happens. This is why I wish the girls were here, because they, they've, they've, they've got the... The memory. Oh, Esther's got this on task. Um, should, should, should we fold her? I, I asked Brent, but he said that she's not. In those, okay, yeah, in, yeah. That, in that frame of mind, in it. Um, da, 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 I think I'm trying to think. Anything happened to anyone else? Nah. But what I can talk about though quickly is there's a narrative going around that Paige isn't this nice girl that everyone makes her out to be in it. Mm. She's actually like a proper like mean girl. Yeah, I've, I haven't I haven't been online but because I've seen a the few. There's things. been a big controversy around, and I think. You know, you don't want to say this episode. So basically, after the recoupling, mm-hmm. um, Antigone was upset that Danica picked uh, Jay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She went, yeah. So they was all talking. They, she shooed so, India yeah, and so Danica she, away. So Paige shooed off uh, Danica and India. Yeah. And the narrative online now is that Paige is showing her true colors, that she's actually a mean girl. Um, someone tried to throw it, make it racial. Because obviously Danica and India are both black, and she dismissed them. Boom, boom, How but, did Danica and India take it? I don't... I, I looked at it like this. They're talking about Danica. As in Paige, uh, Antigone, Gemma, and whoever. So if Danica's coming over, we, we don't want you privy to this combo because we're talking about you. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I thought Paige was doing the, oh, can you guys come back in a minute because we're actually chatting about you. I feel like India didn't take offense to it because I feel, I feel like India knew what was going on. Mm. Danica obviously might have taken offense to it. wouldn't want it. I didn't look at it as bullying, but I think it was the way Paige done it seemed kind of like, go away. Like, have, I mean, you, have you seen that clip going around um, telling India to watch to watch out for Dami? The, the, the Paige thing? Yeah. yeah. That's serious. Where did all them clips come from? I ain't seen all that. Where is he? He's all picking her up, wrap legs around her. The thing is, do you know when I knew that, not that something's going on between them, but they had a connection, was when Jax and Paige argued about something. Paige went over to Dami, Indian, whoever, and she was kind of sulking. And Dami goes, oh, do you want to go and have a chat about it? And she goes, all right, cool. And she goes, Paige, she goes, Indian, do you mind if I take Dami away? And Indian was like, no, it's fine. So I'm like, one, Dami doesn't need to be this, he, he, he wants to be like Mother Teresa in the house, whatever. But then I thought, okay, these two have... You 100% could have had that conversation in front of your girl. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> you 100% could have spoke. Dami's idea, Dami's like, oh, do you want to go have a private? So I'm like, okay, cool. Do they have this... Friendship bond, whatever. Mm. But then I thought, you know what? Then all the little clips I saw of him picking her up, piggyback, lifting her. I thought, okay, these two have some form of something happening. Little Welsh bird. You see what's happening? Yeah, a lot of these are. I don't know if they feel pressure. Yeah, in the house to like follow suit and go to what they know, but because it's it's just what would be expected. Yeah. But like Paige and that, like like they, that's like, like a lot of these girls in there. Like, they definitely lack a bit of black. Yeah, like like hundred yeah, percent. Sure. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. They're just not um. Showing it, I don't know if it's because they feel like they can't or something. Like that. I'm not not can't because that's never really been an issue on Love Island. Yeah. But 
I don't know, man. But you know what it is? Yeah. It just feels weird to me that they're not displaying, that they haven't really displayed a lot of love for, for them black guys in an, attra- in, in, in an attraction yeah, sense. Because I know you're feeling it. Yeah, but also like, it hasn't been done in reverse either. Remember, Ikenna never made a play for any of the other girls. But I said that. I think I that, that, with Ikenna, it was definitely that. Yeah. He, he got India and that's what the public wanted. Yeah. I ain't touching these white things. He would, he would have, brother, do you know what Ikenna would do to Paige? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so that's the thing. So black people are not going on Love Island and being free. They're just going on there with the preconceived notion that they're going to get cooked if they don't comply to what the black black people want. Yeah. Which isn't, that's that's not genuine. If you like white people, be free and like white girls, bro. Yeah. Don't feel like you got to comply to, to black Twitter. But Dami, again, Dami hasn't, I feel like I feel like Dami likes white girls, which is not, there's nothing wrong with that, but I feel like he does. Yeah. Especially being from Ireland, the demo out there is predominantly white. Isn't it? Um, I feel like he likes Paige for sure. Um, I do feel like he likes India as well. It's, it's hard, it's hard with Dami. I'm not sure, I'm not sure how, Thing is, he comes across as a very genuine person, so I believe that he's genuinely into her. Mm. But I reckon, because none of the other girls have moved to him, maybe he feels like his options aren't on board. Yeah, maybe that's what it is, isn't it? What's 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 that saying? The man's only as faithful as his faithful as his options. <sighs> and once Tammy gets some more options, who knows? He might he might stray. Because so far he's been Amber, India. But he's, yeah, but the way he's carried himself, he's always been the cool guy. I think for him to do something mad in Castle Moore, they have to send him something crazy. Yeah, yeah. And then again, it's gonna have to be another black team as well. I don't think he's got. I don't think he's got the balls to do. He ain't bringing a white team in the yard with him and him just standing. I don't there. know. You know uh, he ain't got the balls to. You do know what that, is? Man. That me doesn't give me the impression of someone who cares about black Twitter. Honestly, you reckon? I, I, just, I just don't see it. Fam, the man keeps talking about how he think about Dami yeah, and everything he does and talks about. He's talking about how he kissed his, his friend, his male friend, and he'll do it again. He keeps talking about this heart-shaped um, birthmark on his penis. He's got nipple piercing, nose piercing, all these piercings. Dami doesn't comply to what black Twitter would, the narrative, in it. So okay. I don't think he cares. I don't think, I don't think he cares. I think Dami is a free spirit. That's what he wants, which is great. So I don't feel like he wouldn't, he, he wouldn't bring a white girl back into the We'll see because I've been I've been screaming this narrative from time. The producers are not listening. They're crazy. We need an interracial bomb in that house. Yeah, like we we need it. We're, we're dying for it. Yeah, <laughs> the controversy will be crazy. Yeah, like yeah. honestly, like for even real. like imagine fucking Jack come back to the house and Paige is there with a black man. Oh my god, <laughs> he's going to be able to hide the racism in his soul. <laughs> is that what you think? <laughs> No, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> with Luca and Jack in particular, with Gemma and Paige both got go, both got with black men, the racism will be rife, bro. It will be seeping out of their skin, bro. Especially from Jack. Bro, oh, I need to see these are like, missing a trick. I need to see this man make yeah. it happen for me, please. Especially Jack. Yeah, either way, just either way, I just I just need some in some controversy. Please. No, Casamore, I swear Casamore always gives us that, that controversy. I, I'm sure something's gonna go down. Yeah, but then I'm telling you now, even for the Twitter, even just for the quality of the tweets with yeah, the race, yeah. race wars is race wars is yeah. top tier entertainment, bro. Like it's top top tier. I need to see it. No, do you know when I thought Jack? I'm not saying Jack's racist, <laughs> but when Jack asks, "What's his face to rap? Remy to rap?" I was like, "This this nigga." Is, <laughs> <laughs> <it's racist." laughs> because it was so it was uncalled for. It was uncalled for. Like dance, nigga, dance. Like that's mm. what it was giving me. Mm. Um, 
So yeah, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon if, if Gemma or Paige hook up with someone who's black, it's gonna be crazy still. Mm, uh, but yeah, we got we got Monday. It's gonna be great because we're gonna get to talk about Castle more. Oh yeah, you know um, I mean, yep, we're and watch. and the elimination. So we got Monday. Monday should be great because Castle more. We get to talk about all the new uh, people in the villa who got eliminated tonight. So yeah, Monday's Love Island will be jam packed. All right, and there you have so, it. So yeah, guys, that's that's your update for today. More headlines, Brent. All right. Could the new James Bond be black? Mags's dream of a black James Bond <laughs> may be a possibility, although we may man, yeah. not find out until 2025. You know. <laughs> Speaking at an event honoring James Bond, James Bond producers Barbara Broccoli, Broccoli and Michael Wilson, the pair answered questions about who they had in mind to replace Daniel Craig. Barbara Broccoli said. Nobody's in the running. We're working out where to go with him. We're talking through. We're talking that through. There isn't a script and we can't come up with one until we decide how we're going to approach the next film because really, it's a reinvention of Bond. We're reinventing who he is and that takes time. I'd say that filming is at least two years away. Broccoli has previously confirmed the new Bond will be a male. After some call for the character to undergo a Doctor Who-style reinvention... <laughs> Why would he put that? Shake my head. This is Emmanuel <laughs> typing. Why would he put SMH there? <laughs> I'll get to it. The main actors in the running are believed to be Tom Hardy, Henry Cavill, uh, Idris Elba, Bridgerton's Reggie Jean Page, and Richard Madden. I'm guessing he put shake my head there because they want to turn it's James into Bond a into a woman. Yeah. Yeah. James Bond. James Bond. Oh. Jennifer Bond. Well, you, it's a <laughs> fictional character. I've just told you there's nothing wrong with this. Yeah, but James, yeah, the producer, James is a man's name. Alright, let's talk the, about this. The producers have said they're reinventing this is Bond. Different. This James is, different. is a man's name. I hear that. So you can't have a woman called James. So you've got to change the whole character then. It has to be a, some, a different person. It's a reinvention. You see what the problem is here with people who do is this stuff here? You don't understand it. You don't forget that fiction is your imagination, yeah? You are a lot. We, I, I watch stuff with, with, think, with mythical creatures that fly, a man that can stretch themselves. And rah, rah, rah. Yeah. None of this stuff is real. You get what I'm trying to say? So obviously you sort of presented to me a character and I've got used to the character, yeah? Mm. But it's not real. And I have a brain that works and imagination. So it's a click. So all you have to do is tell me Bond is a woman now. Okay. That's no, one. that's not how it works. That is how it works. It's, my brain's not confused. If you my want, brain is not confused. If you want to give me a female spy movie, then make that separately <laughs> to the James Bond uh, franchise. I hear, I hear where you're coming from because that's going to, obviously you want to keep the, cre- the, the credibility of what you're doing. You want to keep it intact. But what yeah. I'm trying to say is it's not going to change the scenario. Course, what do you mean? Because it's not. Because you're going to watch the film. If it's a good actor and she's, if she's a dope actor and she's a dope agent and she could do all the things, when you watch that film, it doesn't change that you're watching. Like, it's going to take a while for you to get through to it. But then at, while the movie's going on, it's like, okay, this Bond film is great. This no, bitch Bond's killing no, it. No, no, this Bond, no, this bitch, no, This bitch no, bad. No. You know what I'm trying to James say? James Bond is a man and shall remain a man. If you want to do a... And uh, James Bond with a female make another movie called Jennifer Bond or whatever. Okay, so what about if, if you so and you feel it's the same as being black or is it worse? Idris specifically, I'm for that okay. because it's Idris. He's British. For me, he looks the part. I can, I can. Just, Idris for me is the perfect. If you're going to do black James Bond, I'm for that. Do I want to see 
someone not Idris, not really. For me, is Idris Idris is the only black person I want to see James Bond. That's facts as well, though. Yeah, Idris that is, is Idris is the, facts. Look at him, look at him. Yeah, I, that's James I want, Bond. I say I want a black Bond. I don't want a black Bond. I want Idris Bond. Yeah, I want Idris. I don't <laughs> want, no offense to these names. I don't want Damson, no, so Damson Idris or Daniel Kaluuya or whoever, or The Rock. I want Idris yes, Elba yeah. or nobody else. Yeah, facts. In terms of all these other names, Tom Hardy. Mm. Uh, Tom Hardy could be good. Very good. Tom Hardy could be good. Henry Cavill. That's that's the guy who plays Superman, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he looks too... He looks too... Yeah. M- too yeah. manufactured. He looks like, like a he robot. Play, he played that agent in that one where the American English or Russia English... What's it called? Um, I can't remember what it's called, yeah. But he's he's done the yeah. agent thing and he's too... Yeah, he's too... No, he's, he's too perfect. Yeah. Yeah. He's too perfect looking. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Bond needs to be a bit rough around the edges. Uh, Bridgerton's... I don't know who that is, actually. That would be the black youth, I'm guessing, from Bridgerton. Let me check. And then... It'll be, yeah, the main the main black youth from, the, from season one... So you don't mind um, James Bond being a woman, Max? No, because it's not real. Like I said, I'm not. I'm not going to be outraged. I'm, if the film's good, I'm okay. Cool. That's Bond. It's a woman now. Like you know what it is? Uh, it's, it's like when they done Ghostbusters, and they made all, and they bring them back with all, all women. Wait, what's the problem? With, what's wrong with that? I haven't watched it, but exactly. <laughs> don't do that. All right. So <laughs> you trying to tell me I would have watched it if it was brothers? <laughs> you would have. <laughs> you know what it is? I'm not even against. Obviously, female films are great. I'm just saying, if, for example, uh, perfect example, Wonder Woman is a woman. Don't now give me Wonder Man. Like, don't think... Okay. No, but you, I hate like, you, but you changed the like, name. That's crazy. Ca- you can't okay, change cool. Wonder uh, Woman. Uh, okay, Wonder Woman it's, can't... Wonder Woman, okay, cool. Why can't we change Wonder Woman? The only because thing... it's a woman. I the want only, a woman. Let me tell you this thing now. This, 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 <laughs> the only thing you could do to Wonder Woman, yeah, if you want to change it, yeah, is make, make her trans. That's the only thing you could do. <laughs> so, if it's a trans... Wonder Woman Alright But you can't make it a man Because it's Wonder Woman I want And I want to make sure That people know that I'm fair on both sides I want my Female characters To stay female My male characters To stay male I want Super I want Catwoman To remain Catwoman I don't want it to now be Catman Or a man who's Catwoman No No I want (laughs) Cat kind of woman Nah Women Women Yeah Especially with You know what it is Growing up as a kid, these are the characters that you're used to, isn't it? Yeah. Like they're in, they're they're in your heart. They're in, there's a special place for these characters in my heart. Don't change them, bro. Ocean's Thirteen's all gal, right? Yeah, but who cares about Ocean's Thirteen? No, I'm saying it's the same setup. There was Rob, there was burglars. That's, there was diff- that's different, though. No, but I'm, I'm what I'm trying to say is, yeah, there's always going to be initial pushback and growing pains, and but your brain has an imagination. Ocean's Thirteen's are not cemented in our life. That's, that's fine, but Bond, Bond could be a woman, bro. All right, you said that you can't change Wonder Woman into Wonder Man, right? Yeah, that's no, crazy. No, sorry, Wonder Man's a character, but in Marvel. So that's that's not what I'm saying. No, no, I'm not talking, oh, talking okay, to well, Mags. Okay, Mags, Mags said, <laughs> you can't do that, right? Yeah. But you can change James Bond into a woman. Yes? Yeah, because you could just change the name. You don't, you'd have to change the name, then it won't so be Wonder Woman. James Bond is a change. man's name. The franchise needs to change, right? No, it could be Jamie Bond. That could be that. Like, so, so it won't be James yeah, Bond anymore. Exactly, that's a different movie then. No, but because no, the James Bond is the thing. It's not really about Bond. It's about 007. It's about the agent. The agent is 007. Then that the means... 007's changed. It's not the same. All right. The 007's okay, changed. Okay, cool. 007's cool, because that's a, a number, right? That means the movie will be called 007. It won't be called James Bond then. It will be Bond. It'll be James Jemima Bond. No, her name will have to not, her name will have to be something else. It'll have to be whatever. Okay, okay, Bond. okay, okay. You got me. You got me. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? You got me. I don't know what From where you said you can't do it to Wonder Woman, I'm thinking. Or what? give us a young spin-off. A spin-off. 
like teen bond, that no, cartoon no, with young James and that. Yeah, give us, give us, uh, or even do a team up. Two spies together, 007, 008. Do you think women even want this? No. No, yes. There's, yeah, there's women, yeah, yeah. there's women somewhere that w- women want everything, bro. Ah. They want your blood. So you, maybe we got the narrative now. What's that? This is, remember you asked before, what's the goal? Maybe we have to go for this one. Maybe women, as your mag said, women are trying to change the entire narrative, take over. Yeah. This is good stuff. <laughs> it's like it's like a cool. You know, there's a new. This is actually this is actually a relative. So there's a new movie coming out called Four Love and Thunder. It's coming next week actually. So Chris Hemsworth, yeah, four right? Yeah. There's a female yeah, four yeah, in the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Is it? Yeah. Um, what's what's her name again? In real life. That light skin thing. No, it's not light skin. No, no, that's that's a that's the Valkyrie thing. Yes, Valkyrie. Um, Thunder. Natalie Portman. Okay. So she's she's playing Mighty Four, who in the comics was. A female version of four. Not replacement for four, but the female version. I'm for that. Because four's in the movie, so is she in unison. But that character existed. Yeah, exactly. And that's why it's fine. Well. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But um I'm all for change, man. I'm all for I'm all for but Idris, I'm telling you, I'm I'm down. I I personally think they should do it just for, for the culture. Oh, let's mm. get into our last segment of the day. Oh shit, it's me. <laughs> no, see, usually with teamwork, yeah, I've got time to um mm-hmm. prep. But because we've been doing the heavy lifting, mm-hmm. I haven't <laughs> I haven't had much time. Mm. I know one would think I could do it the night before, but it just doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. Today Done out here. I'm hoping you tackle number four because this that picture's just been in my face for the whole week. <laughs> no, I, I, I need. To, I don't understand that, and okay. I want. I want to. I need to take a deep dive so, oh, okay, I, can, okay. so, I, can, so I can understand that more. This one's easier. I want to go with keep going with my um, theme of um, calling that predators. Nicholas Rossi, you are allegedly accused of raping a 21 year old in Utah in 2008. Yeah. And he, well, he's done a runner for these charges. He tried to fake his own death to dodge the charges. You know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> That's wild. He's trying to say he's a new name. I think he's going by the name Arthur Knight. He tried to get a new, new identity. Trying to say he's a new person. Yeah, he tried to say that other person is dead. I think they found him in Scotland as well. He went all the way to Scotland. This guy's doing, this guy's putting in work. But, um... Yeah, when I saw that story, I just thought, you, you can't be faking your death because what happens... Like, you see faking your death, yeah? Mm. So, how do you get a new identity? How do you move on? Do you need new... You don't get national insurance number. You don't get... So, if you fake your death, you are proprietor... You, you can't... But how do you... think is, you can't fake a death by yourself, right? There has to be a team to make this run. Well, because, that's, why, that's, why, that's why it didn't work. someone has to inform... The, the powers that be that you've passed away there needs to be autopsy now like, how does this even happen well it didn't work Donnie's in Scotland yeah they're trying to extradite him yeah he's missed his extradition he's missed his extradition hearing yeah, yeah. and he's trying to say like his, his, his health is deteriorating I think a couple of times they've called him up he keeps saying yeah his health deteriorating yeah. his health deteriorating he's been yeah. walking around they've got him in wheelchairs he's got a gas mask on yeah. he's saying he's moving like he's down bad but he really done it whoa he 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 faked his death. Yeah, guess what? He apparently died from what? cancer. Okay. This man's got no morals. This man's got no morals. Have you seen him? 
Looks American. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. But um, yeah, I hope you get extradited and I hope you go back to your country because we don't want you here. And yeah, that's 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 what I got quickly. I'm sorry for the lack of him, but I only just um went through it. And um Monday will be better. That's 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 what I got for you. You see that fourth one, the one with the swastika, yeah, right? Yeah. That is wild, yeah. <laughs> like it's so wild, yeah, that I haven't think it yet because I wanna like I want to look I want to I need to be at home And read that And look and see What's going on there Because there's so much Stuff going yeah. on there I can't just start Talking about it yeah. like, like There's so much at, Things at, happening At first glance Before I read it I came to my own assumption When I read it I thought Oh this is his agenda Or not agenda This is his Motivation behind it So yeah I'm, I'm actually intrigued To know your take on it I'll look it over the weekend yeah. I'll look it over the weekend Because I need to I need to take a deep dive Into that so I can understand Because I could see myself Just saying stuff and it probably won't even make it. Brent might just cut it out because I need to, <laughs> I need to have a full grasp of the situation before I start speaking because yeah, them yeah. communities are wild. The mix, the blend is, yeah. I ain't seen nothing like it. Yeah. But yeah, if you don't want to know what we're talking about, tune in on Monday and and, and, and we'll get into it. But Nicola, Nicholas Rossi, you are done at it, man. Stop faking your death and stop raping people, man. This is wrong. And then, boy, let's get into our final segment, the outro. I'm not gonna lie, it's been a fun day. Have you have, have you liked it, just the lads? Yeah, it's been good, man. Obviously, this is the first time me and you've actually sat down one on one before and chopped up in it. Yeah, for real. Yeah, so it's, it's it's been different. Call me up to the pod, man. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, this is the first time me and Mark have actually been on a just episode just with us. But so, that's why you know that's dope though, because I've reckon anybody at home watching that wouldn't have never known that. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So it means chemistry's there. It means it means it means yeah, it's still. lit. You know what I'm trying to say. Group, group chat. Paying <laughs> 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 off. You know what I'm saying. But we miss the girls, man. Hopefully, you will be back with us on Monday. Hopefully, Koi keep killing it. Hopefully, Esther gets better. Yeah, I think Koi starts. So I think today's the first day of affirmation. Okay, cool. So, so I think she, by Monday we might get some some updates. You know. Yeah. Well, she's gonna. Well, you know what it is. You know how it goes. You know the routine, people. Thanks for tuning in. I'd like to thank our guests for coming. What else are we going to do? Follow us on all social media platforms. Like, comment, subscribe, share the videos. What does Kai say? Give it to one friend and six enemies or something like this. <laughs> do all of that stuff. If you want to send voice notes and text messages, if you want to get involved in any of the segments, whether it be Love Island or Sis, what will you do? Asking for a friend, whatever. The number is 07564 073. Um, what else can you do? Also, there's the change of plan to the Patreon. We are moving to a totally different platform where you can watch every show live but has more functionality where we can properly build a community and encourage more and better interactions. All of these kind of stuff you can get involved. We're going to give you more information about that soon as and when it's applicable. It's getting sorted out. Stay woke. Keep watching. Is there anything else I need to do? If you've got any inquiries, if you want to take part of the show, if you want to feature on the show, email the team at the day after at the new black.com. Black is spelt with an X, not an A. I think I've done everything there. Mm-hmm. It was my first goal. I'm working on the fly. I was late and I'm tired. And it was Friday. If I'm going to do this again, it will be better mm-hmm. the next time. I promise you, because that's just how I live. But um, thanks for having me and thanks for the support, guys. Straight. Enjoy Peace. your Friday, man. See you Enjoy. on Monday. See you Monday.